Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Double the Trouble. I'm Chris. I'm Manny. <laughs> <laughs> I have to laugh already. I yeah, dude. That, uh, it happens every time. Uh, dude, this isn't just another episode of Double the Trouble. Yeah. This is the official 100th episode of Double yes. the Trouble. We've been postponing this for so damn long. We waited. We uh, So we have our guests with us, and we'll talk about this. Uh, but I have to say, we could not, in you know, good heart, go with someone else. You guys are the ones that are supposed to be the 100th episode. Oh, wow. That's, wow. So we, we waited. We waited. All right. So, that's a lot of pressure now. God damn it. <laughs> so, guys, we got the No Father, No Problem podcast with us, guys, for our 100th episode. Thank you guys for coming. Again? And, um, <laughs> Chris is saying again because uh, a little, little backstory on this real quick. Oh, God. He recorded this approximately a, a month, month ago. ago about Rough, a month ago. Yeah, roughly. And he didn't hit save. The computer auto restarted on an update, and it, it erased everything. <laughs> so when I could I, not find it, you should have seen me when I came back. I'm like, "Hey, did you upload the episode?" He's like, "I couldn't find it." I'm like, "What do you mean you couldn't find it? Did you save it? No, it turned off. What?" So I just started going through his like two files. <laughs> yeah, because it's a brand new computer. There's literally nothing on it. That's what he was like. I don't want to hit save because uh, I didn't know where I was going to save to. <laughs> yeah, because I thought... It would be the look, third file, right? I'm like, dude, it's a new computer. What's the worst that's going to happen? We're going to sit here for 20 minutes dragging through files? And instead, <laughs> okay. we sat here for, what, I, 30 I, minutes looking for something that wasn't I there? I have experience with my laptop. I have everything organized in different folders and hidden in different spots. <laughs> you know what's the fucked up part? I'm used to old computers. So when he told me, he was like, yeah, I left it on. You know, fucking should just be able to go in and just hit save. And I was like, yeah, you're right. We should be able to do that. You know, um, old computers are pieces of shit. So they'll stay on <laughs> until you literally hit power. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah they, they need permission to do everything, right? Yeah, yeah dude. These you, have, you have save files you want to save, you want to restart. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I they, guess his computer didn't want to fucking ask for permission. It's like, now nah, you're taking too long. <laughs> we updating, bro. <laughs> yeah, dude, dead ass. Like, this computer was like, hey, bro, like, I noticed you haven't been using me. I know you have me on no sleep mode, but. I think we're going to update, and I think I'm going to turn myself off. <laughs> what the fuck, computer? Gave us no chance. Wow, that's... Well, you know what? It was a good episode. I remember walking out and saying, man, I, I enjoyed doing it. That's when oh. I know the episode's going to be good. When we walk out, that was fun. When they're fun, and we enjoy doing it. When Chris is by himself, he's fucking funny, dude. <laughs> he's fucking funny. He got dad jokes all day. Like, yeah. this dude <laughs> has them on lock, dude. But, like... With with me and him, the way that we we work, we work off of each other. Oh yeah. He yeah. says something goofy, and I'm just like, boop, we're on the train, dude. Let's do this. Oh yeah, yeah. It triggers something in you, a memory. It's something funny. Then you go on that path. It triggers something in him. Before you know it, you're 40 miles out 
wondering how you got there. You know, like, what? How did we get here? Uh, you know? We we've been places we didn't want to be, man. <laughs> <laughs> Stop crying, man! I don't know you went the wrong fucking place. <laughs> Someone touched me on that train, dude. I keep telling them, I'm like, dude, there's episodes. Okay, so we're at, we're at our hundredth episode, but at heart, we've done damn oh. near almost two hundred episodes. Oh, wow. We've done collectively. On different podcasts because yes, we okay. do this one, uh, Double the Trouble Network. Uh, I'm sorry, that is a network. We do Double the Trouble podcast, uh, the Venue Pod, which is still in if its infancy. We're almost at 20 episodes, I think, or we're a little bit past 20 episodes. I don't, I don't know. Well, either way, whatever. <laughs> yes. So that that's in its infancy. Uh, we had the Graveyard Shift show. That episode, oh. that we had up to like episode 35 almost. And then we're just like, nah. <laughs> and the whole reason why we, we decided to axe all those episodes is because it didn't fit with what we wanted uh, that podcast series to be. It was yes. supposed to be scary stories uh, and it's supposed to be real life uh, accounts of, uh, you know, murder and other stuff like that. But in our case what the fuck happened is we had one really good fucking episode which was the pasadena suicide bridge fantastic episode we need to re-release that, that one i think that episode was like two hours long it was two hours long but we had a lot of uh general information mm-hmm. on the actual uh pasadena bridge and um after that it was just me and him since the the host that was supposed to be on the podcast ditch yes and me and him ended up talking about eating ass and the raunchiest things known <laughs> to mankind. And every now and then we'd slip in something spooky just to <laughs> right. make it spooky, you know? Bro, that, that Pasadena Bridge, man, that place is creepy, man. Dude, it, it really is. I passed by it uh, two weeks ago. I was on my way back dropping off to one of the hospitals and I decided not to take the fucking uh, uh, the freeway because yes. it, was, it was packed. Fucking 210 and everything else was just ass so i decided to take the streets and i saw it i'm like whoa whoa holy shit i i didn't you know i i didn't expect to go through there yes. so it was one of those instances where like you feel your your hair stand up and you're yes. just like holy shit dude. I, I ran the, the pasadena half marathon a few years ago and we ran right on it and they have a high fence on it now yeah okay. so because of the suicides man and uh but you, like you said, like your hair stands up, you get the chills. It's just a bad spot, man, you know? Hey, for those who don't know what that is, is that the one off of, uh, like, San Rafael mm. in Pasadena? I'm not sure. You, you is it, I, is, I, is I, it I, going I, towards, like, JPL, going up in that area? Yes. Yeah. Like, like, the, right? Behind the Rose Bowl. Somewhere. Okay, okay. Yeah. And you, right. you could see it off the freeway, you know. It's, it's okay, I know what you're talking about. That's a creepy. Lights. That's that kind of looks like the the White Fins uh, bridge, but a lot taller, right? Yes, it's a common place for people to go jump off. Oh, okay. So they added high fences and mm-hmm. uh, you know the, the fence with the small holes, so it makes it really, very difficult to climb. You know. Oh, okay. if you live in that part of Pasadena, you shouldn't be committing suicide. That's fuck. That's a nice area, right? <laughs> right. You've made it. Well, right? see, see, the thing is, is that a lot of people that aren't native to Pasadena. Um, they hear about the bridge and it, it pretty much started as a hearsay thing between people like oh this is where people go and commit suicide and then eventually people kept they kept latching onto it and we had a few well, oh, we no, had a few stories that, that we talked about where people were from uh like LA they were from 
pretty much places that weren't native to Pasadena, mm-hmm. that they would go there because of uh, the thought, oh, this is where people go to kill themselves. Yes. So they would go and they would, uh, you know, commit their act and pretty much do what they had to do. Mm-hmm. Well, you think about if we live in Pomona, where what's the nearest bridge we can jump? I, I would hear like San Francisco, right? <laughs> Shit, that's a long I'll, drive. You're gonna you're gonna be driving over there thinking about it, like, hey, life ain't that bad. Let me turn back, right? You're looking for something within 15 minutes, you know? Well, that anger's still right in there you. on Reservoir. Yeah, <laughs> on Reservoir down the street. No, no. <laughs> you're gonna break a leg or something, right? Oh, Straight no. up, dude. <laughs> no, see, it, it's not the jump that kills you; it's a passing car. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Well, with Pasadena, dude, it's just you're jumping straight into like a ravine or some shit. Yeah, it, it, it's it, the, the fucked up part about it is that if you go under the Pasadena Bridge, it's a really nice walk. Mm-hmm. Like during the day, yes. yeah, it's yeah. still really eerie, but it's a nice walk. You don't got the signs that say "Look for falling rocks" yeah. or other <laughs> dripping just you know, people. Look, yeah, look for a body or some shit. Right. Dude. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> so. Uh, that, that that's pretty much what we would talk about all the time so like mm-hmm. the stuff that we wouldn't talk about on here uh and i i think i brought this up to you personally the other day i was like dude like i realized that a lot of the shit that we talked about on the graveyard shift show was the shit that i held back from saying when i first started doing this with him mm-hmm. uh with his previous co-host richard um a lot of things like they would just derail really quick like we'd be on a fucking roll and then it was just so quick little update (laughs) and then (laughs) i'm like my dude we're talking about pringle cans and eating ass and all types of other dumb shit and you want to talk about fucking politics and just things that make us sad stock exchange (laughs) (laughs) i mean like i don't mind talking about politics but it's just like at that time me and him were just fucking giggling and laughing and everything (laughs) And it, fucked up. <laughs> yeah, really fucked up. And it would just bring it to a halt. You know what? You guys have been uh, in this for a while. What have you guys learned? You got a new podcaster. This guy went out to Radio Shack. Oh, so he just <laughs> went out to Fry's or wherever, bought all the equipment and sent you guys an email. Hey, what can you guys tell me? What are some of the, the mistakes you've made and what do you recommend? Spending all the money. <laughs> That's a, not a mistake necessarily, but just straight off the bat. Fuck the startup cost is insane, dude. It really, it really is because because uh, you can start off with something as uh, as much as just having earphones that have a mic, yes, and record off your phone. And nowadays, that's a really good way to get your message out and get your voice out. And for the most part, I feel like that is one of the best ways to get started nowadays versus doing what we have here where we have an abundance of uh of awesome gear yeah (laughs) some pretty cool gear thanks to him and uh you know it's very expensive but if you feel like you're gonna be a part of this for a long time make the investment it's worth investment Mm -hmm. uh but if you feel like you're one of those persons that just does things because everybody else is doing it and you get sidetracked by a lot of things and i'm talking about those people that buy a mountain bike because their buddy's mountain bike and they only do it for like two weeks and then that's it they fall off 
But yeah, like you guys know about bikes and shit, you know how much they are. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know that that's why I bring it up because you guys know exactly how much that costs and what what it is uh, as a hobby as well as something to keep you fit and everything. Yes. It, it's it's expensive. We've had a lot of those friends where they spend about a grand on a bike, and uh, a few years later, a year later, they're selling it back to you for like four hundred dollars because they don't want to ride anymore. You know? Yeah. Dude. So oh yeah, I've, I've, been, I've benefited from that. Uh, <laughs> yes. I got one of those at home. Well, I, I loaned that one to the dude, uh, Sergio, for the dude from LA, mm-hmm. and then we have our our little riding team that we ride with, and they're going through those growing pains where. I go, dude. If you're gonna get you serious, oh, like you said, you get gotta get that callus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta get the callus. If you're serious, I'm get something seat. worth it. And you got some guys that are already on their third bike. We've been riding for six weeks, and they they've already purchased three bikes as they were working their way up. You know, Jesus. You know, just because they see what they should have and they're yeah. not sure. And right, like, well, you know what? Everything you so said, that, you could have got something really good. That means they just went into it. No research, nothing. You know what? We were there. They could have asked or seen what we were writing. I understand uh, from their point because sometimes it is embarrassing being like, hey, what do I need? You know, especially a fucking bike, dude. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I got mean, this Huffy. Does it? Is that cool? <laughs> no, mom is way a fucking Huffy. You're going to put that. You're going to go 25 miles an hour down a hill. The shit's going to fucking blow apart, dude. <laughs> but, you know, like a fucking Cannondale, something oh, good, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, something that's gonna put you through your paces, and it's gonna get put put through its paces and return the investment that you put on it. And it's the same thing with the equipment. As long as you return your investment, that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. And oh, I mean, the difference between well, uh, their investment would be in their health. Yeah, it, well, so, their health and also you know having a new group of uh, people to ride with and stuff. Uh, but they they also get wor- rewarded at the end. You guys always have the micheladas now, oh, right? Oh, dude! <laughs> <laughs> you guys had a ceviche Joe michelada? I have not. I oh. want. I want to try it. I've never had a michelada. Oh, you have it? No. Okay. Well, what, what, you know what? You start off with his. Everything else is gonna just be, you know, not as good. <laughs> he his micheladas are different. They're it's based the the shrimp that mm-hmm. you boil, when he boils it to make ceviche. That's the juice he uses for the base for the michelada. So it's not a clamato base. It's a shrimp uh, juice uh, base. So oh, I got to try that. That right there, that's what takes his michelada to the next level, bro. Damn, my you poor gotta try kid. One of the... He can't have michelada like that. Well, <laughs> allergic? Yeah, he's allergic to so- couple, shellfish. A couple Benadryl, dog. A couple Benadryl before you do oh, it. I, <laughs> I, I've done that. <laughs> no, I, I've heard of Cheap people having that problem. I think a couple Benadryl, you'll be good, you know? You're not going to get all in chalo. Oh, a little bit slightly in chalo, but <laughs> more in, more not, not enough. Yeah. More in chalo. <laughs> the other day, uh, fuck, dude. The craziest shit. My dispatcher from, uh, so I work for Red Cross. Yes. Uh, I deliver blood and all that crap. Well, not crap, but you know, it's important, but... Uh, for the most part, I, I I would think that you know the people that work there would be kind of like straight, or like you know straight edge, and not do drugs and <laughs> fuck around or whatever. There's a reason they're nurses. <laughs> well, they're not nurses. They look at the phlebotomist. A uh, phlebotom. Oh fuck. Phlebotomist. Phle- yeah, they they he used to be heroin addicts for sure. <laughs> <laughs> they could vi- find a vein well, quick. You, you, you know that. I'll talk about that later. Okay. I'm <laughs> like that. That has it has to deal with health healthcare, but I'll talk about that later. So, um, my dispatcher walks up to me and he was like, "Hey, man, like, I, I it's kind of weird for me to ask you this, but like, uh, 
do, do you smoke? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, smoke weed, right? Like, not cigarettes. I'm like, like I'll smoke a cigarette, but that's only when I'm pissed off. And they're like, no, 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 like weed. Because, uh, uh, hold on, hold on. So he goes to his car and he barks out this little thing. And uh, he gives it to me and he's like, oh, my wife makes edibles. And uh, she's getting into this little side hustle and she's trying to make uh, different little goods and bait, uh, just stuff that people would like. And he gave me a little sample pack of stuff. So like some little cupcakes, uh, also a fucking like a few cookies in there and like some brownies, dude. You just (laughs) look like a stoner. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, the, the hair gives it away too. I don't fucking brush my hair, so it's all. Uh, so he he gives it to me, and I look at it, and I'm like, "Bruh, did you just give me edibles?" And he was like, "Yeah." You in know, the it, office? No, not not in the office. It was outside. I was like, "Bro, I'm like, I didn't know you fucking, you know, you blazed it like that." And he was like, "Oh, I don't." He's like, "I'll smoke every now and then, but it's mostly my wife." And I was like, "Oh, okay, that's cool." So. I was looking at the sticker on it, and she has the coolest fucking name on her edibles. It's called Danica's Incredible Edibles. Just rolls off your tongue, man. (laughs) (laughs) Like, man. (laughs) Is that her name, Danica? Yeah, Danica Incredible Edibles. And I was like, all right, dude. And like, I'll I'll give him a try, dude. Don't worry. No worries. And um, I saw him probably. So he left like two hours later. (laughs) No, because he gave it to me as I was literally on my last run of the day. So I was going to go home after that. And I saw him probably like two days later. And I had ate the, the cookies he had gave me that were in there. And I, I fucking ate one. I'm like, dude, this is really fucking good, dude. Like it, has, it, it was a, a, a sugar cookie with fucking uh, peanut M&M's in there. Yeah. And I'm like, ooh, who puts peanut M&M's in a cookie, dude? Most people just put regular M&M's. But peanut M&M's, that's something else, dude. Fuck yeah. Whoever has a peanut allergy... Rest in peace, dude, because <laughs> just look at them, you'll have a fucking just get all in chunk. Do you prefer to smoke or do you... Uh... I smoke. I like edibles. I don't really fuck with wax because wax just gets me to the point where I'm just like... <laughs> like how, how, do you, how do you ingest the wax? How do you... So wax, there's uh, there's the little wax carts, little vape carts. You know, put on a little battery, hit it. And then there's uh, the rig. The rig would be a, literally a hot ceramic and or Either quartz ceramic, nail. quartz, or a metal nail. Steel if you're a nasty <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> and uh, so... That nickel, bro. They're frowned upon. <laughs> uh, that's just gross. So usually it's like quartz. You can put it in whatever you want. Usually you put it in a bong, but... There's the little rigs that are designed specifically for wax. Mm. Uh, the whole idea is you're supposed to take it in and then uh, blow it out immediately. Mm-hmm. And as the first person that described that shit to me, I'm like, bro, are you describing smoking pookie? Because it sounds like every fucking person <laughs> describing smoking broken windows, dog. Like all the homies that I've ever heard fuck around. But yeah, dog, you're not supposed to nail that shit, fool. You're just supposed to like... <laughs> fucking rip the shit out of it and then just blow it out fool and i'm like why aren't you supposed to inhale it because it'll freeze your lungs stupid (laughs) (laughs) besides everything else do that right (laughs) you know what i i haven't touched fucking malta since fucking 90 
91. Damn, you ready to do it today? I'm no, like, no, <laughs> no, not even. Damn, damn, 91? I'm like, fuck, just as long as I've been born. Dog. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't touched since 91. You know, we, uh, we, I get tested where we work. Mm. And we, they've been testing us forever, you know? So we just stayed away from damn. it. Damn. Oh, because you guys drive, huh? Yes. Yeah, you drive a company vehicles. Drive for a living. So, so uh, um, I would I would prefer to smoke, come home, get a brownie, fucking eat the brownie, and chill. You know, I hear those stories where like, hey, I don't feel nothing. Let me try seven more brownies. I heard those <laughs> stories. Come home, have a brownie, fucking throw on a fucking Friends on TBS or whatever, and just chill. And I would prefer that over beer because that is better for you than beer, right? Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah, I would prefer to do that, but I can't fucking do it. What's the look on his face? I love how you said, eat one brownie, then eat seven others, because that's exactly what I did with the cookies. (laughs) I told myself, I'm only going to eat one, because he was like, be careful. I don't know how many milligrams is in each cookie specifically. We just know that each batch has an ounce worth of weed, and I'm like... Wait, how how much does and a I'm, match I'm, me? And I'm doing the weed math, and I'm like... <laughs> How's you thinking that? I'm like, if there's 24 cookies and there's an ounce of weed, that's like almost oh 1.2 grams <laughs> yeah, per <laughs> fucking cookie. Dude. And the cookies are like that big, but they're fucking dense. And Jeez. they're really tasty, dude. Wait, I, didn't, so it, I didn't taste the weed at all. That was the best thing about those cookies. So then they made the can of butter first. Yes, they did. And... Uh, I, Biggest thing I don't like about edibles. I don't like the the taste of like raw weed in my mouth. Yeah. It tastes really funky, and it reminds me of me making edibles with my my Which cousin. Which is fucking weird because I see kid. him straight just fucking nibbling on nugs. Not a, <laughs> not a nug, like a stem. You know, I'll get a I'll get a fucking stem for like a big fucker from a fat nug, and I'll just chew on it, and I'll spit it out, kind of like eating like a piece of caña or something. Yeah. And it's just to get the flavor. And I'm like, ooh, this tastes pretty good, but. It's different when you're trying to eat the fucking thing and you're trying to enjoy it, you know. You know, it's if it's a brownie, I want it to taste I want it to at least See, taste kind of like a brownie, you know? I, I, I've yeah, never liked you know what the, the problem with that is they'd be so good that I would want another one even though I know it's bad for me. And then if, <sighs> if I'm a little buzzed already, you're gonna wanna have that other one. So that's what I'd be scared of. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd probably go back to the dealer and say, Hey, you have a Brussels sprouts in these fuckers? Because I'm, like, <laughs> I'm not going to eat seven of those, you know? I eat seven brown, yeah. Broccoli, broccoli weed or something. <laughs> they're like, hey, dog. To help control, right? They're, they're going to give you organic broccoli and be like, the nacho cheese has weed in it, dog. <laughs> it's in the ranch. It's in the ranch. Don't double dip or you'll fucking die. Oh, fuck, dude. But So, they, I mean... Weed in itself, like if, especially for drivers, uh, I tell my drive well, not my drivers yet, but my dad's drivers. If you're a fucking pothead and you feel like you're gonna fuck up or you're you're gonna bump a box or something like that, and you feel like you're gonna get a drug test, don't smoke weed every day. Eat an edible once, maybe twice a month. Mm-hmm. And that's only because it, the weed itself is going to stay in your system for about three to four or five days, especially if you don't smoke or you don't ingest it regularly. Your body's just going to shit it out. Okay. Well, what about those um, cleansing juices? That oh, they the have detox. A, the the detox. detox. Oh, fuck, dude. Uh, have you guys the, ever the taken fake, one of those? The fake or? piss stuff? So the fake piss stuff, uh, the fake piss stuff works. But I you don't know. You pee like two or three times before you take the test, though. 
So I yeah. oh with the detox the big bottles the yeah. ones that look like Powerade but taste like shit. Yes. Okay. Yeah. No. I've never had them, but it's, I always pass, pass my drug tests. <laughs> <laughs> For a long time, yeah. the, the only way I've worked, I'm like, does it drug test? Yeah. Oh, fuck. I can't work there. <laughs> That's how I got a job at AutoZone. They're like, oh, yeah, dog, we don't drug test. Oh, you don't fucking drug test? Same yeah, thing. but you don't have to know about cars either. I'm like, fool, I know about cars, though. <laughs> right. Do I get paid more? <laughs> My boss is like, hey, dog, straight up, fool. You're like one of the only people at this job that knows about cars, fool. <laughs> we have the bison mechanics, right? Because we worked right here in Ontario yeah. off of uh, fucking Holt and Sultana. There's a grip of goddamn mechanic shops right there, dude. And they would all come to the fucking store. Mijo, estoy buscando la parte para un 1997 Ford Explorer. Necesito la parte que conecta desde aquí, del intake, y llega aquí, mijo. ¿Cómo se llama? I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Bring the fucking part in. Mijo, es que no está. Estaba chocado el carro. Necesito la parte nueva, amigo. How do you know you need it if it was missing, right? Right. Maybe the right. car worked without it before. Shit, dude. Especially if it's just connected to the intake. I'm like, fool. Más es un tubo, wey. Yeah, no más es un tubo, mijo. Uh, de qué pulgada? Mijo, de, de veras, no sé. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. He's like the, the wire for the sunroof, but there's no sunroof on there, right? <laughs> hey, but you, you guys are competing with those inner city auto parts places, though. Oh. Those guys are fucking wizards, man. You just tell them what you need, and they go grab it. They don't look at numbers, nothing. They just like, I know what you need. Oh, Here yeah. you go, dude. Eventually, that's how we got the me and uh, me and my neighbor Tony. That's where we started. We started AutoZone, and dude, for a while, it'd just be like fucking like, all right, what's this? Mexican fucking puzzle now. Mejor necesito la parte que conecta de la suspensión de atrás. Es single axle. And I'm just like, oh fuck, what is it gonna be? <laughs> it could be anything, fool. <laughs> Can I buy a vowel, you know? <laughs> Shit. Oh, the worst was when trucking people would find out what car you own and they'd have the same car and they'd buy. Mijo, I heard you have a Volvo. Yeah. Tengo unas tres en la casa. Okay, well, I need some help. I have a Volvo right here outside. Can you come check on it? Fuck. ¿Me vas a comprar una soda? I'll buy you a soda, mijo. So, it, 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 dude, it, it got pretty fucking bad. But, you know, it, it was a good job. Fucking didn't drug test. And fucking my boss always... This fool would literally leave every weekend to go to uh, some type of rave, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we told him about it, dude. This fool would fucking rave all weekend. Literally, Friday would come, like, hey, dog, it's my kid's birthday. I got to go. <laughs> every week is Every week, birthday. dude. Hey, you know what? I'm okay with, with uh, the, the outer parts guy smoking weed. I'm okay with that. You know, no one's life at stake, right? You're good. You're good. Well, there should be places that should allow it. There's places that drug test and has fucking nothing to do with, with, with drug testing you know right. the pizza guy oh they drug test us here what the fuck you would probably make a better pizza if you were high oh right i, I think because that that means they start losing profit because the pizza guys would be like oh, this shit would be better with extra pepperoni right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm, wow, okay, wow. I'm okay with that man you <laughs> why are you guys so accurate that was my buddy seth dude at domino's <laughs> <laughs> this would hook me up, dude. He didn't give a shit because his sister was a fucking manager. <laughs> the Taco Bell people, those guys got to be high as shit, man. 
it's insulting to the Mexicans, all the shit they're doing, but it's very creative. You got to give them fucking points for being creative on that. Deadass, always wonder what it feels like to be a Mexican that works at Taco Bell here in the hood. <laughs> because you, you roll up and they, they, you know, they speak kind of broken English. Like, oh, how may I help you? See, I, I'm uh, just... Buenas tardes, como estamos? Oh, nomás aquí, mi hijo, trabajando. Está bien, está bien. Uh, si me da un número tres. Ok, mi hijo, ¿qué más? Con tus pinches burladas, pinches tacos que no son de verdad. <laughs> no, alright, fucking get all judgy on me. Give me, can I get three beef burritos, no uh, jalapeno sauce? <laughs> Let me get the oscorcho sauce. <laughs> that is actually the name of the sauce, oscorcho. Oscorcho. Yeah, he's scorching shit with that man. Bro. It's all sweet. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're coming from the 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 city of Pomona. What's good to eat around here, man? Fucking eat at home. Frijoles? Ah. <laughs> Dude, deadass. That's what my fucking neighbor would tell you. But okay, so back in the days, we had a hood ass spot. And a lot of people that I've talked to over the years that are native to the Pomona area, the Chino, pretty much the surrounding area right here, uh, Samos Burgers. Okay. It's on Gary and Franklin. It's right across the street from uh, Tacaria de Anda. And dude, that spot has been catering to all the broke ass fucking kids for years dude they're cash only that's how you know they're fucking ghetto and it's legit been the same fucking owner slash cook cooking for the past 30 years Ooh, that's the best so it the burger and the food is always the same so every time you go in you're like let me get a bacon cheeseburger and you roll in you get your food the burger's gonna taste the same every time and it's never gonna be different, bro. When but, but as of eight minutes ago, nothing. Everything's closed right now. Oh yeah. Damn. Oh definitely, it's, definitely. It's ten oh eight, man. We're on the lockdown right now, right? Yeah, technically we're on lockdown. Holy shit! When, I forgot about that. Frankie, did you get the letter in the mail, or did they send you the letter that uh, allows you to drive around? I, I got one at work. You got one at work. You know, yeah. uh, we work our weird hours at my with my employer, so we gotta carry a letter with us for that for the same reason. Uh, just in case we get pulled over. I got one printed out of my company vehicle. I'm telling them, like, I carry this everywhere. You're at a party. Like, we need beer. Don't worry. I got the letter. <laughs> I'm an essential worker. <laughs> I'm on my way. We even got one for gas. In yes. case they're rationing gas, we even got one for gas. So That's cool, man. Yeah. Hey, man, when I lived in Pomona, we still buy a chicken at Donahue's. Donahue. Oh, my like, God. So I, I had a big-ass argument with my buddy, Fernie. Yes. Uh, he's our... Uh, our, our our bartender? Yeah, our bartender. <laughs> <laughs> this whole... He got mad at me, dude. I was like, fuck Donahue's. He was like, why? What the fuck? He was like, Donahue's is bomb. I'm like, no, 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 no. Donahue's used to be bomb. Yeah. Donahue's was bomb as fuck before they switched cooks. Before they got Koreans uh, owning the place or something? <laughs> dude, like, they switched so many fucking people over the years. And, like, okay, so uh, when I was in middle school, it was, like, some... Uh, I think it was like Mexican dudes for a little bit oh, that yeah. were cooking. That, that was and then, a weird fucking month. Cause a weird <laughs> month. One day I went, it was some Asian people. The next day I went, there were Mexicans. I'm like, what? <laughs> what happened? Like everything was fucking oh, different. Oh, man. So when I was in high school. <coughs> so was, excuse me, man. No worries, no worries. It was the same kids. I'm not kids. smoking weed, all right? I'm not smoking <laughs> weed. <coughs> it was the same kids cooking. So every time, like I said, it would be the same shit, dude. And I'd get, I'd go, I'd get my nine-piece chicken tender special with the fucking uh, extra fries because I don't fuck with the coleslaw there. And they used to 
Fucking hook it up. The giant steak fries? Oh, yeah, yeah dude. Those are the, big, dude. The box would be heavy as fuck, and you spend like 10 bucks. Greasy on the bottom. Right? That's, that's flavor. You know, to give everybody an idea of, of, the, of the box, it's the box that you usually get a dozen donuts in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what they use. The or, cake. Boxes. or a cake. <laughs> or, or a cake. Or a medium cake, right? <laughs> for somebody at work that you really don't kind of like, you know, like, oh, this is as big as I'm going to get it for him, you know? And then but, you still cut it in half. You, yeah. you get him the driest flavor known to mankind. Funfetti. <laughs> oh, God. And you're just choking on the fucking cake, dude. But, dude, it, it, it was a big fucking box. Oh, dude. yeah, yeah. I, and, I, lo- I love that chicken. I, I, I don't care who makes it. As long as it comes out good, and I heard those tenders are really good. So nowadays, uh, there's, I guess the original people that used to cook right here in Pomona, yes, they cook at the one in Ontario, uh, not Ontario. I'm sorry, uh, Riverside. Uh, there's one off of uh, fuck. I think it's Valley, dude. Fire. It tastes like what I used to eat in middle oh, school, dude. No. And like my fucking uh, my music teacher used to hook us up all the time because we'd stay late for practice and shit. And like I got you guys on food, so we would always get Pizza Pirate, uh, or we'd get Donahue's, because this who believed in supporting local businesses and shit. Okay. And he was like, "Yeah, I'd get you guys fucking Domino's or Pizza Hut, whatever the fuck." But fuck, I'm not gonna get you guys some greasy ass fucking pizza that doesn't even have real cheese. I'm gonna give you guys some pizza. That you're gonna choke on this fucking cheese. <laughs> that's, that's that cheese that doesn't melt, right, Frankie? Like that generic cheese you buy? Yes. Like, fuck, this thing doesn't want to melt, Frankie. Like. You hit it with 500 degrees in the oven and yeah. it's still there. <laughs> the one that they use at like the uh, the budget ass taco places. You're like, can I get some? Uh, can I get some nachos? And they put the cheese, and no matter how long you leave it covered, dude, the cheese just doesn't melt. <laughs> and like you you bite it, and it's like room temperature. And you're like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah, you can shake the, it in the off. restaurant it says if, uh, if if this catches fire, cover yourself in the cheese. <laughs> <laughs> it will protect you for at least four hours. <laughs> they find you in there. The, the firemen find you in the cheese. I survived, <laughs> and it didn't melt. <laughs> you, you take it home and you nuke it, bro, in the microwave, and it yeah. doesn't melt, man. Yeah, it doesn't. It, it, it really fucks. I've seen it catch fire. Uh, you know what brand and it is? And it still didn't melt. You know what brand it is? <laughs> Fucking Springfield cheese, dude. Oh, yeah, that little flower, right? Yo. <laughs> <laughs> bro. <laughs> no, the poor fucking, the shit that we would eat, dude. Like, fuck, man. We're you, struggling. You guys are, uh, I don't know, you're younger than because you're, what, 91, 92? Yeah, I'm 91. You're I'm 92. 92, okay. We're, we're from the, uh, he's from early 70s. I'm from mid 70s. You guys remember government cheese? Government cheese, dude. My dad used to tell me about that shit. Oh yeah, man. That was that's no joke, dude. But that was really good freaking cheese. No shit. They would give it to you in a block, like something that would, uh, like, but you would say baseball cards in. You know, oh, like yeah, that, that yeah, same you know, size. The big fucking thing. You oh, would, the, the like, like what they would, package uh, the Velveeta in right now. S- something like that. No, but, no, no, but no, this no is like way a, bigger. This is like a cardboard yeah. style, and then like you could fit like baseball cards standing up like this, right? And it was long. And the churches would give it out. There's a whole story behind it with like surplus. And the government yes. was putting stuff away. So the churches would give it out, and you would bring it home, and you would put it in your fridge, and you would make you would warm up your tortilla, and then get the, the cheese grater and fucking get, grate some cheese, a little bit of ketchup, some queso on it. And you make yourself a little Mexican pizza, right? Nice. You know, mom wasn't home. You had to yes. spend for yourself. But like fucking Frankie says, you'd go back there, and you're like, Man, I fucking think he was regenerating his like shit. A, <laughs> you like were a starfish. You know? Yeah, like a starfish. You would cut, cut off a limb and you're like, fucking bad. <laughs> like, bro, you can never finish that damn cheese. No, no one ever finished the fucking cheese, dude. Like, 
Right. Dude, I'm going to go to my grandma's house and see if it's still there. Grandma's going to be like, oh, it's called Wolverine. We're going to Wolverine because we're going to have the queso. The queso is vivo. Oh, wait, you know what? I think that's my fucking new deal. <laughs> if it's a if it's a Monterey Jack, it's a Deadpool. <laughs> well, it's a little spicier than necessary. Rated R. <laughs> well, that's true, man. The cheese, man. You can never finish that damn block, bro. You just grow back. Dude, yeah. that's fucking crazy. So, me and him, we talked about this. Fuck, maybe like last year, uh, we were talking about how government aid back in the seventies, eighties, and all that shit. Uh, like how people would refer to government cheese. I, For a while, I was like, well, government cheese could be a notion on how the government gives you uh, cash aid or they give you some type of benefit to essentially get, uh, you know, you get some fucking cheese. You get, some, you get something to spread some fucking food across the table. Yes. And uh, for a while, that's what I thought it was. And then I asked my dad about it. My dad was like, nah, dude, that was fucking cheese. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and that was good stuff. That was good stuff. You Dude, know what? That's wild. I, I don't care who you ask. If you had it back in the days, that was good stuff, man. I, I wish I could go buy some fucking government cheese <laughs> instead of the stuff that I'm buying now. True. Seven seven dollars for four slices, man. <laughs> hey, what the hell? Yeah. For some good cheese. ass cheese. Oh shit, <laughs> motherfucker! <laughs> motherfucker melts right when you bring it out of the fridge. <laughs> right in your hand. Just, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's, it melts right on time, right? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, uh, my cheese, uh, they, they, they would hand them out at church. You know, they would have like a teenager mass. So you're walking out and they would just hand you cheese like you're, they're handing you the football, you know? <laughs> Put it in your chest, you know? <laughs> Dude. You just take it home. And uh, I remember getting into arguments with my mother because she was a, those were not taking help from nobody kind of folks, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, mom, I didn't ask for it. They just handed it to me on my way out of church, you know? But, and I ran with it all the way, man. I thought I scored, mom. I spiked it when I got home, you know? <laughs> in your face, in your face. Well, bro. <laughs> so uh, they would just give those things out everywhere, man. Those big old blocks of cheese, you know? Oh, yeah. crazy <laughs> dude that's fucking crazy man yeah. I, I remember going to uh like the church uh i would go with my mom my grandma and stuff they would go and they'd give like the surplus of food that would that they would throw away uh, especially like at like pavilions and vons and shit yes and the only reason why i say pavilion and vons is because that's the only place i've ever seen this fucking bread at and okay. it's that the big loaf that has like the nuts and like everything on top of it and I've never seen that bread at fucking Cardenas. I've never seen it at El Super, Super King. Nah, fucking the best I've seen at Super King or any of those places. You got the art, uh, the artisano bread, which is just Sarah Lee. <laughs> it's just a little bit harder than all the other bread, dude. So we we'd get that shit and we'd get like the cereals and everything, and like it was pretty cool. But like at the same time, I'm like, bro, like where does this shit come from? Like I I. I I always wanted to know who were the the people and the foundations and everything. And like, you get older and you realize, oh, a majority of it is just the church, uh, but a lot of uh, places also give to the church so that they can go out and do these programs uh, for local people. And like, you know, here in Pomona, we got uh, the Victory Outreach. Yes. Uh, every year they used to do the uh, the food drive. Uh, I mean, because of COVID, as well as just uh government setbacks and everything it, they've kind well, now, of now it's schools doing it yeah now it's the schools doing it and you, you can go to the fairplex and go get a food drive out there too okay. 
I got right. a I got a buddy of mine. Um, he used to work for the Ports Valley, mm-hmm. and he was working where all the vegetables would come in from Chile or you know South America, and he would inspect it and he would go touch the avocados and say no these are not ready you know when they come in you still need another two weeks before they even make it to the market so about three weeks before you can consume them and he goes no these are ready now so we can't sell them and they just donate it all donate tax write-off tax yeah. write-off is what it is so they would just all the churches would get those fresh avocados they would get a lot of really good stuff you know he would tell me man some of these avocados that we give them you know one box is they're like three dollar avocados each and i mean we were giving away quality products you know because we we couldn't sell them no you know they, they wouldn't accept them yeah 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 so there, there's the write-off for them there yeah. too as well you know oh true yeah. true yeah. no one's that fucking generous Deadass, <laughs> <Dead> yeah <laughs> When your uh, when your tax guy is like, hey, dude, that's gonna be like thirteen k this year, and you're just like, what can we buy for ourselves, and what can I donate so that I don't have to pay that shit? Oh yeah, uh, dude, yeah. We're, we're going what through tools? that. What tools? What tools can we get? Right? Right? Yeah. right? What, what can we write off? That's my dude. That's my dad every fucking year with the car. He's like, what can I write off this year? Mm, I got tired of that car. I'm going to buy another BMW. <laughs> Fucking dude bought a BMW. And I'm like, damn, damn, that's a badass car. He's like, yeah, dude, V12 Turbo. I'm like, the fuck? Apenas puedes caminar, güey. Aquí estás con fucking two turbos and a V12. <laughs> Shit, what are we going to do when you're in traffic and your fucking foot doesn't want to lift off the fucking gas pedal? <laughs> <laughs> right? Or when I see you need help, I, am I really going to help you? Keep <laughs> 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 trying, son. I don't know that. <laughs> I really like your car. The heating panels are good on the hit, mijo. <laughs> His fucking, uh, supposedly the front seat gives a fucking massage. Yes. Oh, what the fuck? Like, get the fuck out of here, dude. <laughs> Holy Why shit. Why did he fall asleep? Well, he had it on massage settings, right? Oh. That could be probably it. Shit. Estaba rascando el pelo. On the screen it says piojito. El carro no hizo piojito, se durmió el cabrón. Oh, dude, the attendant officer. Yeah, I feel it. That sounds good right now. Man, this COVID with the school lunches, bro. I have a, I have two kids. Uh, I take them to get their school lunches. Mm. You know, they get to see their friends here and there. But uh, that thing has taught me that I'm still that same fat kid from elementary, bro. I get them, get them their school lunches, and when there's something good, I take them to McDonald's and buy them nuggets, and I eat their food, you know? <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, uh, shit. You know what? That, that feeling, that, that fucking nostalgia you get when you have your food. If, you know, you, you, guys, you guys eat school food, right? Yeah. If you pass by a, a restaurant and it's a fucking school food, and you could go in there and get like a chalupa or... Some coffee cake with some of that milk. Oh. And buy, would you guys go there? That would be yeah. Stoner's Paradise the, right the there, other, right? The other fucking day, uh, I was dropping off to a hospital. I'm walking by the cafeteria. I get a whiff, and I'm like, that smells like high school cafeteria, dude. Yeah. And I posted on Facebook. I was like, dude, I was about to walk in and ask them <laughs> if they had the, the taco salad bowl. Oh, uh, yeah. oh, the one like the tortilla? Yeah, the tortilla oh, bowl, yeah. dude. Oh. I, they used to give it like, what, every second Friday, I think? Yeah. yeah. It was like every second Friday, dude. I would fuck that shit up. You guys still remember. That is, I, that is dedication right there. That's that one, dude. I, I know a lot of my friends, they're like, oh, yeah, I can't remember the taco bowl, but I remember the pizza day. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. See, see, you're not as bad as me, though. I had gotten my kids their lunch, and I found the empanadas. Oh, oh the beef ones? Yeah. Oh, dude. 
I stole some from my kid. <laughs> Nostalgia hit me. Went straight to the computer. I found the company. I'm going to be ordering some. <laughs> I'm going to order a pallet. So if you guys want it. <laughs> You're like, all right, Golden Star. I need, a, I need you guys to help me out. We're in, bro. <laughs> And, I, and when the, my kids do not want the nuggets, bro, then then I turn into the bully. You know, my germs, fuckers. <laughs> Stick your finger in it. Are you still going to eat that? Are you still going to eat it? And like, fuck you, Dan. <laughs> I guess oh, you're not. <laughs> dude, the one that I would fucking fight for, if I could find it anywhere, uh, Pomona High used to give out spicy chicken sandwiches. Uh, and a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, they're the Tyson brand ones. They're the Tyson brand ones. One of, my, Tyson? one of my buddies was like, fuck no, dog. I got the, the, the Tyson ones, and they're nowhere near as good. Even He's like, I microwaved them. I threw them in the toaster oven. I threw them in the oven. I fried them. I'm like, damn, dog, you went through every <laughs> pace possible to figure out how to make this taste good. He's like, I had to figure it out. I needed to know which way they cooked it, dude. And, like, you would get it, and, like, it would be in that fucking styro... Not styrofoam, fucking... Aluminum uh, foil. Yeah, the aluminum paper foil outside. thing. Yeah. Uh, the one that if you threw it in the microwave, it would fucking explode. Yeah. <laughs> if you get older, you're like, isn't the shiny part supposed to be on the inside now? Right? Because <laughs> it's supposed to hold the heat in, right? <laughs> I almost... You know, yeah. Stoner thoughts. <laughs> no, fucking getting a soggy-ass fucking sandwich, dude. <laughs> Oh, but dude, yeah, I mean, I, w- I would fucking legit go to a restaurant if they offered uh, old school cafeteria food. Dude, uh, and then I, you pay a little extra and some guy comes around and fucks with you and shit, just bullies you around just to get that old school feeling, you know? <laughs> fucks with you, takes your girlfriend. Do my Come homework, on. bitch. Come on, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dog, let me get your pudding, fool. Let me get your pudding. He puts his finger in your pudding. Here you go. My germs, fool. My germs. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I... I, I sh- now that's my chocolate pudding, right? There you go. Yeah, here you go, dude. Fuck it. You want my juice, too? Fucking take that, too, dog. That's all the shit we used to do in school, you know? Oh, take somebody's food away. But it was good, man. I really, I remember the coffee cake, the, the green burritos, and they would give you one taco sauce, and you're like, man, I hope this taco sauce makes it through you the whole fucking thing. spread that shit hard, Oh, dude. yeah, and then you fucking get a top, and you fucking... <laughs> <laughs> you fucking... It's, it's, it's rechinando, fucking coming out. <laughs> And then, <laughs> then you get in, you put it in your mouth, and you do, you do this number and shit. Every ounce of fucking sodium out of that thing. But you, you would, they would last you the whole burrito, right? And those burritos are good with the la lechita. Hey. Dude, I, I, I remember some hood rat ass girls like, hey, you know that the taco sauce packets taste like Lucas when it's like all like moist and shit? <laughs> I'm like, moist Lucas? What the fuck are you talking about? No, you know, like the orange Lucas, the squeeze one? I'm like, that shit, you dumb bitch. Okay. All right, let me see. Let me see. Taste test time. <laughs> hey, you know she what, opens man? up her backpack. It's a grip of taco packets. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? She's slanging Lucas. <laughs> she did, dude. She slanged Lucas. She was uh, she was one of those Mexican kids that sold candies. Who, who oh. did it, man? Oh yeah, there was a guy. Um, uh, he sat behind me and he slanged the the pica pica, the little yellow packages, and then they had oh. the green ones. Oh, I don't yeah. know, I don't know their pica pica or pica lica or. You know what I'm talking pico, about, right? Pico Pico, I think, or some yeah. shit like that. I don't know which one. I have Little two of them. Yeah, that was, his, that was his thing, man. Well, you have some right now? Yeah, I have two in the fucking in my room. Oh. Are we going to pause? No, you don't. Are we going to pause? You guys have that look <laughs> in your face and shit. Look. <laughs> We're going to fuck that shit hey, up, dude. Hey, right now, you guys talk about yourselves. We'll be back. <laughs> hey, hey, Frankie, how you doing? You, you think going? <laughs> These guys just fucking left on us. <laughs> dude, I, I remember in middle school. The hard-ass kids that were just up to no good that had, you know, obviously they had older brothers or cousins that 
fucked around and did drugs and shit. He was be like, hey, dog, you want to snort some Lucas? Damn. Why? <laughs> dog, come on, bro. It Dude, fucking feels hard. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, I, my main concern, I was like, which one? The, the one that looks like salt or the one that has, like, all the, the chili flake in it? The salt one, fool. The salt one. <laughs> it's all white, fool. Oh, I, I can tell you right now, either ingesting it through your mouth or snorting it tastes the same. Damn. <laughs> it hurts. But yeah. yeah. I'm good. I'm good, dog. I'm, I'm, good. I'm just glad you're here to tell a story, bro. <laughs> right. yeah. I almost wasn't, man. <laughs> fucking sitting there convulsing. I got a, <laughs> The fucking sodium's too hard right. in my nostrils, dude. I had to go to rehab for this addiction. <laughs> the ambulance comes by and goes, don't worry, just put lemon in there. The lemon will wash it away. <laughs> in my nose. <laughs> Just drip it down. It'll mix. Yeah. It'll mix. It'll it be waters fine. it down. Waters it. will be good. Be that good. was my first time having the drips. Fuck, <laughs> 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 dude. Uh, that took me back, dog. The drips. <laughs> dude, that was fuck sixth, seventh grade. Oh, and mind you, by that point, fuck, dude. I lived in Mexico, so my dumbass had already smoked weed, drank. Got way too fucked up. You're a grandfather already. Yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, I got the. I can't go with my hijo. I'm gonna leave you my pension, son. Me voy para el norte. You know, I was got in the norte. It's just one of the pigs looking at me like. Cuidado, maybe anyway. I don't like that you said like sixth, seventh grade for this shit. I was like in third. Oh, yeah. Third grade. I was in Mexico, my guy. Yeah, but so I, got I wouldn't the trips fucking in third know. Grade. Oh man, were you uh, were you born there? No, I was born here. Oh, I was born you? in Anaheim. Oh, okay. Yeah, but my uh, my dad was always working, and then uh, my dad and my mom split up when I was young. Mm-hmm. So my grandpa was like, "No, mandamelo pa acá, cuido." Hey, did you learn uh, good working habits, or did you learn to appreciate a lot of stuff because of that? I really did. Frank Frankie did the same thing. They uh, he was born here. They sent him back over there. But I got a question. When we were, this is all done, but go ahead. So I yeah I, I did learn a lot of working habits mostly getting up on time, uh, general work ethic. As long as you did what you had to do, you could do whatever the fuck you wanted yes. after. Like that was a general rule of thumb. Unless you had to go to school, then if you had to go to school, make sure you got home on time to pick up your shit and take it to school. So literally between the hours of like fucking ten to one, I would legit just be up to no good. Damn. <laughs> I was like, uh, I got canicas, I got a slingshot, and I'm going to go to the Cerro Grande and fuck with the bulls that are fucking wild. <laughs> so I would... Accommodation there. So we're from, uh, we're from Michoacan. Um, more specifically, we're from uh, Via Morelos. So we're about like 40 minutes from Cuitseo and like about 45 minutes from Morelia and about an hour and 20 minutes from the airport. Okay. So we're from out there and shit, and uh, my grandpa had... Pigs, chickens, cows. Fuck, my earliest memory of fucking up as a kid was my grandpa telling me, hey, uh, I'm not feeling too good. Can you take the cows out to go get water and then bring them back? Uh, They should know what to do by themselves. Animals are a hell of a lot smarter than we give them uh, the benefit of the doubt because these motherfuckers obviously knew that my grandpa wasn't there. So they're just like, well, we're going to go get water, but we're going to chill. Because I'm like, vamonos, 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 trying to hit him with the stick. Like, let's go, let's go, let's go. And they're just looking at me like, 
What is? <laughs> and then just keep doing their thing. Yeah. And then like fucking 30 minutes later of me trying to hit him, I'm fucking frustrated. I'm out of it. I'm like, you know what? I'm over this shit. Fuck you cows. They finally fucking say, Psh, whatever. And they start walking up the hill. And as I'm fucking behind them, fucking just done with life, pissed off, just like, fuck these cows. My grandpa's sitting at the fucking top of the hill just looking at me laughing like, shit's harder than it looks, huh? I'm like, yeah, dude. You, you make Wait, this when the fuck way, did you get on the hill? You make this look way too easy. <laughs> Wasn't he sick? That, well, my grandpa has a little banco outside of his house. And he would sit on the banco and he would just watch people as they would walk up. Tell him good morning, good afternoon, pretty much general. Uh, uh, the general thing you would do, even if you didn't really know the person. You just oh, yeah. Buenos yes to everybody. Yeah, or everybody. Even if you don't like the person, you can't. Exactly. Buenos yes. Dude. Dead ass, dude. Yeah. So he would do that. And he, even if he was sick, he would still sit outside and do that. So he's watched me walk up with the cows and he's just fucking giggling. And he's just like, it's harder than it looks, huh? And I'm like. I don't want to do this again by myself. This is hard as fuck. These cows don't respect me. Me faltan el respeto. That's what I kind of see. Like, oh, who's the new guy over here? Who's the substitute teacher? Let's fuck with them. Where did you guys leave off on your book? Did you do any fighting down there? Because uh, I, I lived between 5 and 10 years old down, down there in Sinaloa and Durango. You know? mm -hmm. And fights everywhere let's go let's go fuck with the pocho you know yep. everybody knew i was uh, the guy from the from the united states over there yep and i remember even having a little man wanting to fight me and i'm like what the hell and he goes estamos del mismo tamaño <laughs> 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 and i'm like dude like, you're you got kids you know i'm like 10 years old you know <laughs> so you should have taken advantage of that frankie you'd be like señora estamos del mismo tamaño <laughs> <laughs> but I'm only yes. 11 so, But we're so, about the same height So I got my ass kicked a lot down there Because everybody I was the American, you know Yeah I learned how to speak Spanish really fast, you know <laughs> So the the question is I was born in Ensenada And I came over when I was four And I've been here since Frankie was born here at the LAC Medical Center Or yes. they call it General Hospital General Hospital Dr. Bolt <laughs> So <laughs> Right, that's the fucking name There's always a Dr. Bolt So so he was here, and then he and his family, they were taking him back to Mexico, right? We always have this argument that I'm more Mexican than he is. And he's like, no, how can it be? I went back there. I go, no, I was fucking born there. I'm more Mexican than you are. What do you guys think? Especially because you were down there. You know, you kind of did the same thing, too. So because, I mean, fuck, dude, I'm mixed, too. So I'm fucking, I'm half white. Well, technically a quarter white, but I'm still white, and my complexion's white. So because of that, I... At heart, I'm Mexican. Skin complexion and birth certificate says He's I'm American. American. So because of that, you know, I'm just fuck it, dude. I'm 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 a Chicano. I'm a Mexican American, and uh, my dad's always said the same thing. You know, my dad was born in uh, Michoacan. They brought him here at the age of six. They snuck him over the border and shit. And uh, he's been here ever since too. And for him, he likes to think of himself as an American. And he says that because he's like, dude, I got my papers. You know, I went through the whole process. And mm -hmm. it, it for he's one of those Mexicans. He's like, bro, I made it. Yes. But I'm just like, dad, but like at the end of the day, are you Mexican or like, are you American? He's like, so I'm Mexicano. You know, I'm a Mexican dude. You know, yeah. my dad was Mexican. My mom was Mexican. I'm Mexican. So yeah. who's more Mexican, Frankie or I? 
I don't know. He fought on the Mexican land, dude. <laughs> <laughs> blood, blood was spilled blood on was Mexican spilled. land. Uh, I got my ass kicked by some indigenous guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. So, I mean, it, it's a, it's a toss-up. You know? All right, all right. At the end of the day, it, it's all about what you feel inside and what you... El orgullo mexicano que tú tienes. You know, yeah. the, the Mexican pride that you have inside of you. Is what counts. Yeah, no, no, I agree. And if you ever have that question where you're not, your dad's like, I don't know, mijo, if I'm, let him end up in prison, he'll know exactly what race he's with. Quick. How many whites, how many Mexicans? I'm, I'm white. This is a lot of fucking white. My fucking cousins, dude. All of them up to no good in the 90s, you know, fucking mm. just either gang members yes. or they sold drugs or they did their fucking thing. My cousin, fucking Pato, pinche gordo. For if you fucking ended up in jail, for you'd probably be one of the woods, huh, dog? <laughs> you wouldn't be in the paisas or the sureños, huh, dog? I'm like, what? What? What's that? He's like, fool, paisas. That's like when you're Mexican, but you don't, you know, you don't belong to a hood. And uh, when you're with the sureños or you know, pretty much the hood, it's because when you're outside, you belong to a gang or you belong to a hood, so you have to go with them, no matter what. And I'm just like. Uh, I don't want to get stabbed, dog. He's like, fool, you're not going to get stabbed, dog. Don't go, don't do drugs. Just don't do what we did. But he's like, if you do end up in jail, just end up with the fucking paisas. Yeah. And I started laughing. I was like, why? He's like, fool, those fools, all they do is fuck around, work out, listen to music, and joke on each other. You know what Sureños do? We stab each other, we sell drugs, and we fuck people up. And I was like, holy shit, dude. He's like, yeah, so you wonder why I got deported to Mexico even though I was born in the States. <laughs> oh, no shit. Yeah, dude. I that's, got Im- that's impossible. Uh, they, they, both- they hate him that much? <laughs> both- Isn't that called exile? Yeah, because yeah. both parents are Mexican. Uh, and pretty much on paper, it says his parents live in Mexico. So they sent him to his parents. And they literally fucking, they took this fool on the bus took him from uh fucking orange county and they transported his ass to san diego from san diego they literally watched his ass get on another fucking bus being escorted to the airport to the fucking ticket lady where he got his ticket to mexico and they watched him get on the fucking plane he was a minor no not that he was a minor he was uh he was in his early 20s that's odd. So th- this uh, was they knew once the mom finds out that he's in trouble. Exactly. He get his ass kicked. They're like, <laughs> we we got to make sure he doesn't get killed on the way over there. But uh, this was prior to nine eleven, so the the general rule of thumb was a little bit a di- little bit more different. Yeah, I um uh, my father is American Indian. Mm-hmm. Um, me and my brother were both born in uh, my brother's in Colima. I was born in Senada. My brother's a lifetime criminal, you know, in and out of jail. The last time he was in jail, they, um, they, they told him, we're going to give you 12 years, and we'll let you stay in the States. We'll give you six years, we deport you. He took the six years. Six years were up. He was in Vegas where they were doing the processing to deport you and all, and all that good stuff. My dad shows up and says, hey, you can't get rid of him. That's my son. He was American Indian. And, you know, they asked him, can you prove it? He goes, yeah, I can prove it. He shows, that's my son, freaking American Indian. You can't get rid of him. They couldn't touch him. You know, even though he was born in Mexico and they wanted to deport him and he had a lifetime of fucking, of like, fucking felonies, you know? Rap sheet, you know? Yeah, yeah. Fuck, and they couldn't get rid of him because of that, you know? So that was, you know, 
Well, I mean, at, at the end of the day, you know, the legal system, as much as uh, these goddamn Trump supporters say that it doesn't work and everything's fucking fraudulent and everything's all bullshit, it works. Uh, the one big thing is is that if you're if you're Native American, you have a shit ton of fucking legal rights when it comes down to uh, the legal system. So stuff like that where you're facing deportation or you're facing uh, land acquisition or you're facing any type of shit like that, you're not just dealing with uh, the person himself. The you're tribe, dealing yeah. you're dealing with the tribe. That you're dealing with all the nation, the First Nations. Uh, you're dealing with uh, the lawyers for the First Nation. The it's, media, which I think is the worst, because you're there, the, you know you fuck with Indians nowadays. If it gets out, that's dude. Uh, that, you can't take shit away from Indians. The Native American grab elder. Beard, I'm grabbing beard dog just for the food. <laughs> the, the, the Native American elder for for the United States and Mexico. Uh, His name is Mike. Real cool fucking dude. And this dude, he. Uh, I met him at AutoZone. This was trying to sell us M's oil and shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I told him, I'm like, hey, dude, isn't it kind of ironic that you're trying to, like, sell us oil and then trying to turn us on to uh, stocks that are benefiting off of uh, not just oil but fuel that are affecting our our nations? And he was like, yeah, dog, but, you know, at the end of the day, we got to do what exactly what the white man's doing to us. We got to take advantage of... Uh, uh, of their stocks we have to take advantage of everything the fuck that they're doing because at the end of the day if we just don't do it we're gonna look stupid because we're not taking advantage of the fiscal value that we could be making off of this at the same time that we're fighting to get rid of it so we'll benefit off of it and as soon as we know that we're gonna uh turn the tables and we're gonna be able to, to get rid of these things we'll sell off all of our stocks and we'll make more money than we need to yes and we'll use that to fund every little thing that we need to do and i'm like god damn that's smart true so this dude real cool dude i like him he's a native american elder for the first nations of the united states as well as uh, mexico hey just along like uh like you know all this political mess that just happened mm -hmm. uh a lot of my, the business people at work they they tell me that uh whether it's Republicans, Democrats, whoever is in office, if you know how to make money, you're going to succeed, you know? Yeah. Because, you know, each of them have different tax brackets, different benefits with different people. But business people, uh, people that are in stocks or housing market making making money, they're like, you know how to work it either way, you know? So if you're a hustler, you're going to hustle, you know? So Exactly, yeah, exactly. That's what you got to do, you know? Hustling has no uh, no party as well as no color. Oh, just yeah. green bro yeah. you know? exactly <laughs> oh yeah chase yeah. the chase the green man <laughs> exactly but you know it, the thing is is that what a lot of people are worried about especially general people like the general public like ourselves uh we're worried about paying taxes i mean fuck it's the, the most commonplace thing i fucking every year i'd hear my dear and then you know because for us especially Mexicanos, they don't teach us about write-offs. They don't teach us about uh, things that you could essentially just, you know, you, you could keep that money, pocket it in a way where it's going to benefit you. Yes. And a lot of people are like, oh, you know, I'm going to write off $4,000 and keep that $4,000 in the bank. No, 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 no. You're going to write off $4,000. You're just going to find a way to invest that $4,000 yes. that you would have paid to the IRS mm -hmm. and instead are using it to benefit not just you, but also to benefit, uh, you know, whoever else is going to be uh, in your investment. So work the system, you know, Yeah, dude, exactly. But it's just 
like I said, right now the, our general thing is taxes. You uh, know what it is? The, is uh, when you got our like our our parents, you know, my mom's from Mexico. They come over to the states, and their biggest concern is we got to feed this guy, yep. we got to put a roof over his head. Mm-hmm. That's all. They don't know I got to buy a house. They don't know I got to. I got to get a union job. They don't know none of that. Because yeah. that's all they learn is, you know, okay, I'll, I'll feed them. I'll let the village raise them. Survive, you know. The village over here is a bunch of fucking nutty ass people. So that's all they know <laughs> See, when they come over here. So that mentality that you have, uh, the village raise them, that, that's a Mexican mentality. Because, you know, when you're from a little pueblo, yes. it's okay. Because even though you don't have your eye on your fucking little monstro, your monstro has, you know, Eyes, pretty much eyes from the entire village are on him. Oh, yeah. Watching what the fuck he's doing. That's how shit was tra- transmitted back in days. Nowadays, you have Twitter like, oh, so-and-so fucked up and this happened right now. The fucking whole world hears about it like that. Versus back in days like, oh, so-and-so said you did this. So-and-so you said, you know, and it, it travels. Fucking, it, it could be one thing where it's like, uh, if you fuck up in front of your Thea or somebody that has a uh, phone. And they call your house and like, oh, you fucked up. You're gonna they, get your they, ass kicked. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna get your ass kicked, but because not just one did that person use their phone minutes from their <laughs> fucking card, <laughs> but two, your tia had to answer that fucking phone call and use her minutes too. <laughs> they were using the Vicente Fernandez calling card, right? They were like, <laughs> oh shit. But yeah, I I, I agree. Plus. Someone else saw you do something stupid, and mm-hmm. you're embarrassing the family. Yep. So on top of that, I'm gonna fucking whip your ass for that. So, so you were talking about getting into fights and stuff in Mexico. I used to get in a shit ton of fights as a kid to the point where my grandpa was like, "Stop! Like you're getting me into trouble." Yes. Because they, he would tell them that, "Oh, I already beat his ass." My grandpa would whip my ass. He'd just be like, "Who'd you fight?" Oh, fucking uh, Josue and his dumbass brother Mario. What do you mean? At the same time or like one-on-one? No, at the same time because they're being dumb. Uh, who won? Well, I, I'm, I'm, my shirt's ripped, but, you know, I'm good. <laughs> I'm still clean. So. And grandpa's like, either you got to stop fighting or stop winning. You mm-hmm. pick. <laughs> yeah, dude. My grandpa's like, stop fucking these kids up, dude, because you're really big and they're small Mexican kids, dude. So I would whip fucking ass. And my favorite fucking sport as a kid was hockey. So oh. my shit was rip the shirt over the fucking head and just oh, uppercut, uppercut, uppercut. Pound the shit out of them. <laughs> Until they'd fucking walk out and their face would be bleeding. They'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> and, you know, it, it, it got bad. And then I stopped fighting. Fifth grade came around and some kid pissed me off. Uh, his name was Antonio. His dad would buy pigs for my grandpa. So they had a business relationship and stuff because he had a carniceria and they'd make... Uh, carnitas every sunday so yes. specifically we would go to them for carnitas because we knew where the pigs came from they came yes. from us so we knew what we we're eating and uh that's when i used to eat pork mm-hmm. before i stopped eating pork <laughs> fucking that that's when i used to indulge in shit uh so one day it was like a wednesday going towards uh october into november and the only reason why i remember is because they're starting to set up all the stuff for uh uh, the holidays, yes. like all the puestos and all the fucking rides and all the stuff that they would put in the plaza for all the kids and stuff. And uh, they had uh, these trampolines that they had set up and you'd pay like five pesos and you'd get a jump for like 10 minutes and I'm like, okay, get the fuck out. And uh, we're getting out of class and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna go to the trampolines. I'm gonna go have fun and shit. And this fucking kid Antonio's like, ah, tu pinche gordo. 
vas a ir los trampolines, vas, vas a estar tomando ahí, vas a joder el pinche trampoline, vas a ver gordo, just talking shit, dude. He was like, you're gonna rip it, you're gonna fuck it up, just talking shit. And I was like, <sighs> my grandpa said not to fight no more, fool. I can't, dude. I can't. Oh, yo tengo guantes, güey. Si quieres pelear, güey, te, te voy a dar una putiza buena con los guantes, güey. Vamos, güey, vamos. Yeah, I used to love that in Mexico. Harvard has gloves, you know? Dude, Nos ponemos los guantes, güey. Like, really? Well, all right, you know? Well, you know how much fucking the dentist costs, right? That's <laughs> 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 what it is. Everybody has gloves. Yeah. Like, everybody, like, nos ponemos los guantes. Yeah. Like, I don't have dental insurance over there, <laughs> Shit, that's why my teeth are still fucked up. <laughs> Fucking, uh, dude, so me and him, we threw on the gloves, and we're right there in the middle of the plaza, right next to the fucking trampolines, and it's me and him, and all the uh, the rest of the little fifth grade class are watching, I'm like, hey, just chanting and shit, I'm like, ah, I'm gonna get in so much trouble, <laughs> fuck, so we, we started going at it, and we started fucking fighting, and at first, like, it, it's been, fuck, it was a while, like, last time I wore gloves before that was probably, like, second grade. So this was just fucking throwing punches and shit, and I'm just fucking taking them in my face. I'm like, duh, duh, duh. oh fuck, dude! <laughs> trying to wear them out. We're trying to get them tired, right? Fucking pulling a homer. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm fucking, he's throwing punches, and fucking, I just hear, pinche gordo, pégalo, way. Boom! <laughs> Hit him on the side of the head. <laughs> Stumbles. Oh, because switching on my. Okay, wey, ya, ya, ya no quiero jugar, wey. Ya me voy. Ay, muere, muere. He takes off his gloves. He's like, ya me voy, wey. And he's got to ask you for your gloves, ¿verdad? Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's like, yeah, that's fine, He's like, dame mi guantes, wey. Ya me voy, wey. He's like, I'm tying your gloves and you can't just finish having to fight, huh? My fucking nose is all bleeding and shit. And this was just like, eh. dude, I walk home. I get to my grandpa, well, through the door at my grandpa's house. And my grandpa's just looking at me like, otra pinche vez. ¿Qué te dije? No, abuelo, estamos peleando con guantes, nomás estamos jugando. ¿Con guantes, seguro? Ya, yeah, con guantes, a ver, déjeme ver. No, no, seguro. Ok, pues, está bien. I was just like, ok, we're good, we're good. <laughs> we're good, because that time my grandpa was like, I'm going to fuck you up, dude. Yeah, that was the he thing. Started, he started asking if you want to put on the gloves. <laughs> <laughs> Sácame los guantes. Otra vez. <laughs> my buddy, um, my compadre, he had a bunch of brothers. You know, they get into arguments, and whenever they go a little too far, they're like, all right, saca los Jaime. Yeah. So take them in the backyard, and they will let them go out with gloves and shit, you know? Yes. Yeah, that, that, I think that's a good way of doing it, you know? Nobody ever really, really gets hurt with gloves. I mean, you know, like, boxers could hurt themselves because, you know, they specialize in that thing. Yeah. But on a, on a street fight with gloves, man, you know, you get your anger out, you get some Oh, some you got a 48-ounce glove, you know? <laughs> it's like a pillow fight, fool. Yeah, the, the, wind, the wind catches it before you hit it. <laughs> Feels like you're punching in a dream and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <My> weak arm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's a cool thing. The, that's the good old days, man. You know, you you have beef. Get yeah. the gloves out, and you're done. And that's you it. live to fight another day, man. Yeah. Now, 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 nowadays, just the f first thing is the fucking gun, man. Dude, fucking. Uh, I'm, I don't know if he told you, but we've had a few instances here at the house where I had to deal with a few of my sister's fucking friends and shit that were. Hood. And I'm like, I always told my sister the same thing. I'm like, look, dude, I know I don't look it. I know my hair tells you one thing and my face tells you another thing. I'm fucking hood as fuck. Do not fuck with me. 
And she's like, nah, 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 you're stupid. You're just a fucking metal kid. You don't know shit. I'm like, no, no, no. Not a metal kid. I'm a hardcore kid. We used to fight in for for, fun. At, yeah, for fun at shows. Literally fucking, we would hear the guitars just shun dun dun dun. And you hear the crash from the drums and you're like, okay, open this pit up. So literally you're from one side of the room, you're literally open fish just <laughs> Fucking just smacking the shit out of a group of kids, throwing your fucking fist, dude. It was bad. I was the size I am now. Best concerts, bro. The, the with the mosh pit. Oh fuck. So it, I, he knows what I like to do. Uh, it's called hate moshing or crowd killing. And you're literally fucking up the entire edge of the pit. So pretty much the people that were standing around watching you guys do your thing, you would fuck those people up. Like stop watching, get in here, fool. <laughs> fuck. Hey, well, me, I, I would head hunt. Mm-hmm. Tall guys, you know, and oh, I'm, and I'm, yeah, you know, right. I'm like 5'10", but in a, in the a market, I get the, the little man complex. <laughs> so anybody that's way taller than the crowd, I'll just go against the, against the mosh pit. You know, it always goes the, the circle, circle pit, you'd go the other way? The other way and just clock people like, you know. <laughs> I used to play football, so, you know, I, I used to get a good run on them, man. But, um, Dude, that's fucking tight. <laughs> that, that just sounds like way too much energy. We want to go see what, Rage Against the Machine? Yes, and that a giant mosh pit, bro. Yeah, that's, it was the first one I've ever been in, the last one I've ever <laughs> been in. I was there, and I was like, I don't know why people do this shit, man. It was exhausting. When I was done, I was sweating. My, sh- toga, you know? my shirt was ripped. It was a very sexy look, but I it just, I go, wow, I, I just want to hear it for the music. I like the music. My eye was fucked up. Yeah, this little girl with beats fucked me up. Dude. She had the most fucking daddy problems. She comes and hits me on the side, and she tells me, hit me. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Hit me, hit me. I'm like, no, get away. And she whipped her hair. She had beads and right in my eye, bro. Fuck me up. Okay. Damn. I fucked her. <laughs> I'll, I'll hit you. Right in the back of the head and Dude, shit. So she fell and she started getting stomped on by everybody. You know? Oh, man. But it's only, oh, fuck, just keep walking. You, <laughs> you just committed homicide. <laughs> it, it was a giant mosh pit at the Rage Against the Machines concert, man. Oh, and, uh, I, didn't, I didn't hear that story. It Dude, looked, that's but fucking She tight. fucked me up in the eye, man. It like, looked like the scene from Lion King. <laughs> With the herd, <laughs> like that, bro. The fucking uh, the uh, wildebeest. But hey, that that's some serious daddy issues. Hit me, hit me on the dude. Fuck. Fucking seriously, dude. That, like Loki. Like I always, I always got tripped out by girls like that at shows. Because I was that girl at shows. <laughs> <laughs> some fucking tall dude trying to cover him. Like Mika, back up, stay away. You're gonna get hit. Fuck no, those bitches. She's like, don't fucking protect me. Yeah. Fuck you. They jump up, hit somebody. You're like. Oh my god. Wow. Damn. Someone. Yeah. Oh my god. That's a lot of work there, man. Bitches yeah. are scary, dude. Har- any girl that is in the punk, metal, hardcore scene, anything from the 80s up until the 2010s, those bitches were hard. Yes. Like they they were the alpha females, dude. Like there's some of those, some of those women, I'm 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 not going to call them girls. I'm going to call them women. Because that's what they were, even at the age of 14. They were grown women, like, I know what the fuck I want. Don't fucking tell me what the fuck I need, nigga. Boom! Hit somebody in the back of the head at a fucking show, and I'm just like, oh my god. I'm scared. And I'm horny at the same time. This is weird. (laughs) Hey, did a lot of lesbians come off from those? Uh, A grip of them that I knew, yeah. Yeah. There was a... one of my homegirls' bands was an all-girl band uh, right here from Pomona. And 
low key, like three out of four of them were lesbos. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the one that wasn't a lesbo, she was cool as fuck. Fucking, her name was Veronica. And her homegirl, she fucking, she was like, oh, you know, this is my homegirl, Jesse. You know, you can talk to her, whatever. And me and her friend ended up hooking up. I'm like, <laughs> you the best wingman I've ever had in my life, dude. Hey, shit, my, for hooking me up with the right one. Shit, my boys be trying to cock block and send me to the fat ones. Like, nah, dude, go get her. I'm gonna go talk to her. <laughs> shit, which I don't mind, you know. Fuck. The, when I was skinny, I was like, fuck yeah, shoot the fat girl. Let's do this. The, the boys always give you the big one, and you're the wingman, you know. Oh, dude, Take fucking for the team, dude. Serious shit. Everybody's done that. That's just fucking part of it. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? every, everyone has to do their part. Quarter black, you got blockers. You got to receive. Everybody does their their part, you know. Yeah. Teamwork. Oh, yeah, teamwork makes the dream work, dude. Shit. Oh yeah. Especially back in the days with show. See, the cool thing is that I've realized about comedy shows and uh, just music shows in general, they have the same general vibe. Uh, although with comedy, you're releasing your anger in a different way. You're laughing. You're you're releasing your hormones like that. There's versus only a couple fights. <laughs> and that's usually between a comedian and uh, another comedian. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the, the hardcore shows, it's you know the, you got the moshing and everything, and they got they release their stress like that. And uh, I mean, at the end of the day, it's just about releasing that pent up shit you got in you. Venting. Venting, exactly. Because I do stand up comedy on the side a little bit, and uh, that's where you vent out a bunch of shit. But you just dress it up better, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true, right? true. Just if you look up. through his his uh, his his fucking skits and shit, a lot of like, marriage shit. <laughs> yeah, like, dude, you, you according to this, you hate your in laws and uh, you want to uh, live by yourself. <laughs> if you if you read fucking through it, dude, if I could cross out like seven words, it would fucking say that. Leave me the fuck alone. I hate my in laws. <laughs> It's like venting out loud, but really dressing it up nicely, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Shit, dude. See, I stopped doing comedy uh, fuck, right after I started working for AutoZone. So I, I had always wondered what it would have been like if I would have vented about the shit I dealt with at AutoZone. Because... It was so much shit, dude. I've told them half the stories about what we dealt with with just my boss alone, mm. and it it was just bullshit, dude. And, but it was it was funny bullshit because yes. it, we would we would find a way to make you know see the positive out of the situation. Yes. You know who you know who uh, it's funny you're you're talking about that is um, I listened to a podcast called you know, the two uh, ranting with Ramos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He has a couple of stories that he talks about when he worked, I believe, it was AutoZone, mm-hmm. and he he's got some fu- funny ass stories and, and and throwing putazos and throwing chingasas. And right now, you, <laughs> you brought it up a few times. I go, yeah, man, I want to hear those stories because they're hilarious, you know. Dude, and it fuck, dude, there's so much shit, dude. All just stuff from working and uh, dealing with customers and stuff, dealing with fucking co-workers dude there's there's times that we dealt with paranormal shit at the store damn like legit fucking uh i saw a fucking bottle of transmission fluid float from uh like literally float off the shelf hold position and when we noticed it noticed it mm-hmm. and like is that bottle fucking floating the bottle literally went from this to hitting the fucking the 
the shelf and then dropping to the floor. Damn. Shit. That ghost was straight trying to steal your shit. <laughs> and we we had already locked the doors. We had already started turning off all the computers. We were starting to clock out. And we're like, what the fuck? And the next day, sure enough, same, a similar thing happened. Uh, one of my coworkers was facing the store. He was by the uh, the oil transmission uh, and coolant aisle, and he's facing the shit. And he sees the uh, the the where the coolant's at. There's these yes. little adapters that you put on your your radiator, and or your radiator cap so that you could drop the fluid into. Yes. And he literally saw the plastic fly off of the fucking the the back part of the uh, the thing. And watched all the fucking little nozzles fly everywhere. That's crazy. And he was like, dude, what the fuck? And mind you, it was midday. It was probably like 1, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And we didn't have any customers. It was just me, my buddy Kevin, and uh, our gray shirt at the time, which was our buddy Vincent. And it was just us three in the store. And we're just looking at each other like... Shit, you know what? Uh, When you see stuff like that, don't you not want to not acknowledge it? Like, okay, let's pretend that didn't happen. <laughs> Dude, fucking seriously. Especially like for, for us, because we each had individual situations happen to us. Uh, for those two instances, that was a shared experience between yes. multiple, of, uh, multiple people. In one instance, it was me, a gray shirt, and that was it at the store. And it was probably about like four or five o'clock. And we're waiting on another, uh, another employee to come in. So we're busy. We're kind of backed up, and I'm looking for uh, one of the gray shirts. Yes. And I'm like, hey, dude, you know, there's nobody up front. I need your help. Can you come out here and uh, give me your password? And as I'm saying that, I I, uh, I hear, yeah, dude, I got you. And I see somebody walking from the back, like the back of the store against the hallways, and I just see something gray just walk by, and I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm walking with him, and I'm literally waiting for him to come down the hallway and as i'm fucking watching that end of the hallway out of my left hand side he's walking towards me and i'm like what the fuck i just saw you walk through the back and i was waiting for you to come down this way yeah he was like nah dude what the fuck i was in i was in the back corner towards the transmission fluid oh fuck oh what the fuck dude <laughs> and i told him what happened he was just like oh dude for sure this fucking store is haunted it's an ex-employee, bro. <laughs> Supposedly that it was haunted by uh, some lady that uh, was supposed to get married. I guess uh, the, the area in Ontario. Their car broke down and they died because her husband stayed inside asking too many questions. Like, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. No, it, back in the day, that part of Ontario used to be fucking just trees and park. So uh, supposedly the story is is that there is a couple that was going to get married, and that uh, her husband died tragically on her way on his way to the park, and that she ended up staying there, and she just never left. Okay. And that it happened in the thirties. Crazy. Dude, and the, that the supposedly that the spirit just stayed and it never left that store. Well, not the store, but that general area. So as stuff get started getting built, yes, it you know it inhabited that general area. 
you know, that, that true love, that thing only happened in the old days. You know, this day and age, somebody dies, all right, see you when I see you. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> and you're gone, bro. Well, that's before insurance and pensions. That's why I know. Back in the days, he dies and like, how am I gonna eat now? You know, I gotta go whore around because I'm, you know, I've already been had sex with someone else. Dude, that ass. If you weren't a virgin, you weren't you're worthless, right? In those days, yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you couldn't have miles, bro. <laughs> right. Hey, you give good head. You were with someone else. <laughs> Seems like you knew somebody else. <laughs> First time, uh, is that the worst shit to hear? That was the first time she. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right, dude. Right. I've never done that before. Well, you're fucking really good at this. <laughs> oh, shit. Spitting like a pro on it. <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. Hey, man, uh, uh, although I've heard before that uh, if you could see uh, ghosts or anything like that, that you have like some kind of pure spirit because if you're like a wicked person you can't see that stuff you know or you know something <laughs> he, he raises his hands but he's seen shit before his latest experience was at his house yes <laughs> all right so i was there at home watching tv and i'm just sitting there and I, he had recently given me a vhs player and I'm like, all right, cool. I have it there. I'm watching TV. And there's a VHS just sticking out. It's off and everything. It turns on. Channel changes. And the VHS goes in. Shit. <laughs> I got mad. I'm like, hey, what the fuck? You don't pay the bills here. Put my shit back where it was. <laughs> My wife got mad. She's like, the first time some shit happens to you and you got mad at it. This is why they don't show themselves to you. And, and you pull rank too, right? And you're supposed to do that. I mean, my yeah, mom has told me that if a spirit comes, you got to kick it out. Like, assertively, oh, and then come back. I, I don't kick out. It's just I get mad because it annoys me. It's like I was in the middle of watching shit and it changed it on me. That video better be good. <laughs> right? It was the Lion King. It was Lion King. No. <laughs> I'm like, hey, bitch, I'm not ready to cry today. <laughs> my, my biggest fear is I've never, well, we have our story that we saw in Tecate, Mexico. But other than that, I've never seen anything. My biggest fear is the stuff that they put into me when I was young, you know, five, six, seven years old. And my mom and just, I don't know if she said it's fucking around or wonder when went up, I'm going to come back and I'm going to pull your feet. The fuck am I pull your feet line, dude? Fuck that, cause I, I still believe that shit. And I'm laying down and it's a little hot, and I'll, I'll put my, you know, you put your leg out, this shit a little bit, you know, let the let the air hit it, and then I'll say you're like, oh fuck, let me put my leg back in this shit. <laughs> so I'm there, I'm there, and I'm, I'm like, fuck, it's fucking hot, man, but I can't get my leg out, fucking, they're fucking pull it, you know. I, to this day, I still fucking think about that, like, fuck the fucking legs, and the fucking fucking grab me, you know. I'm still worried about that because my mom put it in me when I was fucking young, man. So. Yeah, I sleep hot because I can't fucking put my, my fucking my thermostat out there to fucking check the every, weather, dog. Every time you miss, they will tell you when you misbehave. El diablo te va a jalar las patas because you're 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 dissing your mom, you know, disrespecting your mom, you know. Yeah. So now same thing. I gotta tuck in my feet under the blanket, bro. You too. You got the same. I fear. do, man. Yeah, do. man. You fucking flip that bitch. You fucking fold it under your feet. You're like, nah, dude. <laughs> Ain't nobody grabbing me today. Right, you're like a burrito and shit, right? You're, I mean, you're, you're tight, dog. You're tight. 
know what we need to do is fucking make a blanket with the fake leg coming out. In case, in case that puto wants to grab me, he'll grab the fake leg over there and I got my legs on this side over here. Look, cobija contra diablos. Yeah. Luckily, I sleep naked, so if they pull anything, it's going to be something else. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and hopefully they keep tugging out. Know? Yeah. No, go, hey, go ahead. If it keeps on tugging, that's your wife. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> She's just trying to have another kid, dude. <laughs> I gotta wear a condom. <laughs> You're asleep, right? Go to sleep. I have a name. <laughs> you know, you get married so long, it's like a role reversal. Then all of a sudden, you're like, am I just a piece of meat to you? <laughs> she said yes. <laughs> <laughs> am I just the Pringles can to you? Fuck. <laughs> Pringles can <laughs> put some liver inside, warm liver. <laughs> oh, dude, fuck! See that that joke came about from the fucking graveyard shift show. Mm-hmm. Fucking one day, this was talking about how I guess he was uh, he was knocked the fuck out, and in his sleep he had grabbed his wife and just uh, stuck it in. And she had replied in the morning, oh, you know, it, it was awesome what you did last night, but, like, it kind of hurt. It was pretty big. Like, I wasn't expecting it. And since I wasn't expecting it, it just went in too hard. And I was like, damn, nigga, what you got? A fucking Pringles can down there? Dude, you're fuck. Whoo, you got a, you got a. Uh, what what is it, what is it? One of those policeman's flashlights and shit from the nineteen seventies. <laughs> the, the bag light with the double D batteries inside, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do they carry? Four, six batteries in those? <laughs> oh, that was that was. Uh, yeah, dude. And I told him, I'm like, dude, if it's a Pringles can, what flavor would it be? Sour cream and onion. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, after is that after work? And he was like, no, after work. That's the cheesy jalapeno. <laughs> <laughs> I guess shower to be original. <laughs> Plain. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> See, it's, dude, it's shit like that that we want to re-upload and find a way to make it. Uh, we have to because we have so many references to that fucking podcast. And it's like, no one fucking gets it because it's not up there anymore. They're not there, dude. (laughs) They're like, oh, let me go check out this fucking graveyard shift show. And it's just us talking about, like, fucking dumb shit. Like, fucking, what's what's that goddamn nautical app, whatever the shit? Oh, Rando Nautica? Rando Nautica. And I thought we were talking about fucking uh, the the Mandela effect. (laughs) (laughs) We had done an episode on the Mandela effect. A week prior, the uh, the following week, we're like, we're doing Randonautica. We started talking about it. And he's like, nah, but I don't remember about the Bernstein Bears. <laughs> and we're like, what? <laughs> so he's like, dude, we're talking about an app. I'm like, oh, this isn't about how the Bernstein Bears is with an A, not an E? <laughs> Somebody just or how- that. You know, I'm going to... I'm gonna- Take a shot of the dark here, but there's always uh, weed at these uh, podcasts, right? Definitely. Uh, well, yeah, with me, more specifically. Yeah, yeah he, just he, me. He smokes. You don't smoke? Randomly. Yeah. yeah. You get drug tested, is what it is. No. No? <laughs> no. Well, with the new job he was going to get, uh, he thought he was going to get drug tested. And so I, like, I hadn't smoked for like fucking two months. No. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I need to know if I'm going to get a job or not because I'm not breathing in my sleep again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't the think you need. Back. I, I don't think he needs a regular bong for that. You need a sleep bong, dude. You need a CPAP. 
Nah, I just sleep with the fucking gas mask. Fucking sitting there gas with mask. the fucking the goddamn thing looking like Vader and shit. I I need one of those right now. Dude, am, yeah, yeah, same, dude. I'll wake up and I'll be like fucking twitch, like not twitch, but you know how like when it feels like you have that dream when you're falling, yeah, and your body just fucking shakes. Oh, or or that one dream, well, you know, there's a like the Mexican saying that se te sube el muerto, mm-hmm. the dead person that you know when you're sleeping, you wake up but you can't move at all. Oh, the sleep paralysis. Yeah, or like they say se te sube el muerto. You know, that's uh, the Mexican uh, way of saying it. Fuck, I'm not Mexican. Dude, <laughs> you heard it that way, Frankie? Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's a super muerto, and I, I have that, and like, fuck, I can't fucking move. So I start fucking trying to make noise so my wife can hear me and trying to scream and shit. And I'm there, for, mm, mm. <laughs> she's probably right there, fucking just sitting <laughs> down. That. He's having a dream about another bitch. I fucking oh, know oh, it. Oh, with a pillow over his face. <laughs> <laughs> she's fucking with my nose. I'm you're gonna be muerto right now, fucker. Pillow over my head, changing her status on fucking on an Instagram uh, single. <laughs> Dude, it's fucking crazy. So, back in days, little backstory. Uh, this is uh, my dad's old house. I've been renting it for fuck like the past five years. Uh, I finally have it to myself. For the first time in like four years. Kind of, because I'm still here. So. <laughs> Just shows up, opens. He's like Kramer, dude. <laughs> shows Show, up all fucking. Shows up and he's like, all right, dude, let's go do some shit. I'm like, all right. He's more surprised to be here than you are. What the fuck am I doing here? <laughs> that was right open. Yeah. <laughs> fuck, dude. But yeah, dude. So uh, my dad used to live here and he lives in Orange County now. Um, so when we first moved in, this was my my room uh, when we first moved in. And uh, I slept here for, fuck, damn near 10 years of my life. And then I moved to the other side, and then my sister moved in. She was like, I want the master bedroom with the bathroom in it. Fuck it, whatever, dude, take it. So I moved over here. And uh, when I used to sleep here, I would always have uh, sleep paralysis. It would happen without a doubt almost weekly, biweekly. Like, I could feel it. And uh, I remember one night, I felt as if someone leaned against the bed. And just from the pressure pushed against the bed, I went from laying on my side to just, boop, fucking falling on my back. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I couldn't move. I couldn't speak. I couldn't yell. I'm just fucking stuck. And like I could like just look under the best I could, and there's nobody there. There's nobody in the fucking room. And I'm trying to grab the fucking remote on the side, like right next to my hand. And I'm trying to turn on the fucking TV. And I fucking turn on the TV and then everything just loosens up. And I'm just like, what the fuck, dude? And after that, like, I became more of a uh, uh, insomniac. Like, I, I legit wouldn't sleep at night. I would fucking stay up all fucking night. Yeah, that's crazy, man. <laughs> so, like, a lot of the time that I would show up to school, I would be, like, half asleep. I'd be on, like, two, three hours of sleep. And my tía was like, no, nunca duermes, pinche gorda, siempre andas aquí levantado jugando pinches juegos. And I'm just like, bro, I'm not even playing games. Like, I'm legit just fucking reading. Damn, bro. And, dude, it was crazy because, like, you know, that's... It's, it would happen every fucking goddamn night. I, I'm having a hard, like you said, I'm having a hard time sleeping. I got the sleep apnea and I'll, it, it, I sleep all night, but I don't rest mm-hmm. while I'm asleep. 
So now I'm driving at work and I'll fall asleep while I'm driving and I'll wake up and I'm like, fuck, I missed my exit. My like fucking two exits, dog. <laughs> yeah, like, that was a long fucking, like, I need gas now, you know? Fuck that That, that happens to me. Uh, I was shopping with my wife and my daughter the day and I fell asleep in the fucking car from one market to the other market and, and uh, or I'll be like talking to my wife and then she'll be, because <laughs> are you sleeping? I'm not asleep, baby. I'm fine. I'm, but I fucking fall asleep <laughs> all the time. I need to learn how to fucking rest. I need. I, need, I think I need that fucking the, the mask, CPAP, the fucking Bane mask. You know the Bane. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Ooh, Batman. Oh, Batman. <laughs> 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 hey, that'd be cool. I'm fucking tired of it. Oh, shit. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> sleep already. <laughs> Speaking of Batman and CPAP, dude. Bane shouldn't be turned down, dog. He should always get it, dog. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> So my buddy I broke Batman's back. Now I'm gonna break yours. <laughs> so my buddy Jake, dude, who's heavily into Batman, and uh, he's what we call atypical nerd. He's not a weeb. He's a nerd. No, he's more into the comics and shit. Then yeah. So uh, we went to Comic Con a few years back, and uh, this was kind of embarrassed to bring his uh, CPAP, whatever. And I guess a few people knew. Uh, my buddy Alex's mom knew. My buddy Alex knew. I didn't know. My buddy Ed didn't know. So he's popping this shit out, and he's starting to hook it up because we're all about to knock out, and we're fucking... We had literally just came back from binge drinking at the yeah. Gaslamp District. Shame. And uh, so he's setting everything up, and I'm like, yo, Jake, what the fuck is that? Is that a sleep bong? <laughs> <laughs> and he looks at it, and he kind of chuckles. He's like, huh. It kind of does look like a sleep bong, huh? <laughs> and this was all setting it up, putting it on and shit. I'm like, oh, dude, that's rad. You know, it would have been fucked up if you put it on your crotch. Hey, it's a cup. <laughs> it's a cup. <laughs> like my weed is asleep. The churro goes to the middle, right? <laughs> I thought I told you guys not to bother me while I'm cleaning my room. Oh, man. Fuck, dude. <laughs> Fucking doofy. So, uh, he... I guess what happened after Comic-Con and everything, I didn't know it until after uh, my buddy Alex's mom told me. This fool had told uh, his mom. She was like, uh, I guess he was really embarrassed about it. And uh, she told him that, uh, well, he told her that, uh, yeah, you know, I, I was afraid of bringing it. But after what Manny said, honestly, like, I, I think it's really cool what I have. So he's high every night now. <laughs> every night. And he, he, he was like, it gives me a little bit more confidence to bring it around. And, you know, if anybody ever says anything, I'll just be like, oh, it's my fucking sleep bong. Leave me alone. Yeah. I you honestly know? don't understand why the hell people get embarrassed. Well, that I, you need that to live. Yeah, dead ass, dude. I'm not, I'm not going to make fun of you for having to live, my guy. Yeah, yeah. I would, though. Because you're a dick. Yeah. Making fun of your kids for need, needing EpiPens and shit. That's true love. Oh, you can't have shrimp. <laughs> right? Go to sleep. Go to sleep. <laughs> they're, they're becoming more and more common, though. Like, I have a few friends that, you know, they use those things to sleep. This guy's going to have one soon. I'm going to have one soon, and I'm... It's either that or the the fucking bypass thing. Because uh, one of well, those two. Cause well, the sleep apnea also happens because uh, of a little flap. You can get that surgically removed. Oh, it's the the flap for your uh, what is it called the uh, esophagus? esophagus trachea or some Trache- shit? No, um, god damn it, your tonsils. El, el buche, el buche, no, the buche. <laughs> oh, no, that's the extra bit on the outside. <laughs> <laughs> What's that taco I like over there? The <laughs> so part of the procedure is removing your your tonsils. I guess if you've had your tonsils removed, you don't have to really worry about the procedure. 
Hmm. Yeah, I still got my tonsils. Good point. Yeah. But yeah. My, my wife's solution to everything is you got to start working out. And it is true. If, true. if, if I weighed a 170 instead of 250, I wouldn't be worried about this, you know? But see, even then, dude, like I know a lot of people that are fit that have sleep apnea. It's, it's one of those things that, yeah, weight does affect it. Mm-hmm. But it's also affected because of uh, that's your, harder your for the person that's fit though, because now it's a muscle, not just a flap. Yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> and when they try to cut it off, it well, fights back. Is that what you're trying to say? Stick a move, stick a move. I've been trained for this. What's up? <laughs> I used to fight little Mexican men. <laughs> <laughs> we were the same size, bro. <laughs> uh, you know what? Uh, in June, I was like roughly like two ninety. And I, I had a gastric bypass surgery, and I'm like cruising around the 230s. So around June, I used to snore loud, and now like I do not snore. You know, like please. You you don't wake yourself up no more. Oh no, well, my wife doesn't wake me up with elbows, bro. You know. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I, I get the same thing. I, yeah. I have a bad shoulder because my mom, my wife tells me roll over. So I got to roll over to this shoulder. So I spend all my time on the shoulder. It's either do that or, or sleep on the opposite side of the bed. I can't fucking do that because I get up to pee and I fucking go the wrong way and pee in the closet. You know what I mean? I can't. I can't it fucking half asleep just like this is a door. I got to wake up with a compass in my own bedroom and shit. Uh, I don't know yeah. where I'm going. You know? no, vamos. Yeah. So, yeah. So weight does add to it, you know. Yeah. Weight does add to your lack of sleep, your snoring, and, you know, as a... A lot of downfall to that, you know. So I did the bypass, you know, almost died, but. <laughs> and dude, but yeah, but dude, we fuck, dude. Oh, I yeah. saw, you know, what was that, that ass. joke? That <laughs> you want to be better than everyone? I was like, twice. Oh, fuck, dude. You, know, he, you were like, what, like two, two something, right, Frankie? Huh? Two something? Uh, Wait, why? Yeah, what'd you weigh? Yeah, about 285 to 90. 285. So when he has that yard sale in his old clothes, mm-hmm. I'm down. I'm going to fucking be there, dog. No, I'm yeah. all way, I'll homie. let you guys know because I know, you know we're both, you know. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You and you can tell me. he's a slick dresser, too, you dog. You guys are going to be yeah. looking fly, bro. <laughs> hey, who are those three golfers that don't golf? <laughs> uh, uh, most of my clothes are golfing clothes, too, though. Hey, what's peeing? Just peeing. Give us all. Give us Kylie Wayne? Kylie <laughs> Throw Callaway on the side. You know? <laughs> put, put it on a golf shirt. Like, I don't know what it is, but I feel like I got to work on my swing. <laughs> Most of my clothes are golfing, so I got 2X and 3X. All right, let's know when the yard show comes up. Now we'll go. We'll show up. <laughs> we'll be there. We'll cash you out. Yeah. <laughs> dude, that's crazy, though, dude. Like, okay, so uh, my dad, uh, he's also had uh, heart surgery. Yes. And. Uh, Dude, my dad was like in the solid 300s, 330s. This dude was fucking big. Uh, throughout the just multiple thing, he had the uh, the pacemaker. Pacemaker didn't work. He had that big ass battery that attached to the sides and everything that you had to uh, take out every two hours. If not, he would fucking die. Yes. Uh, and then eventually he got his heart transplant. And he went from three, three something down to 225 over the course of a year man nice but i mean for him that was literally him sitting in the hospital bed though so like a lot of that weight was lost there and then he lost more weight working even though the doctors told him not to work my dad was like i'm going to work it's just driving a truck dog mexican you gotta work oh yeah yeah yeah. you're not happy unless you're working if you're mexican (laughs) my dad's like what i get a new heart for if i can't drive 
Bro, hey, once you're in the hospital for any given time, you you kind of like uh, appreciate more stuff, you know? Yep. More simple crap, you know? Yeah, yep. and he must have got a Mexican heart if he wanted to go back to work. You know? <laughs> Dead <laughs> ass, yeah. dude. I, I don't want to name the races that, that uh, don't like to work, but... The moment they started connecting everything, he's like, cabrón, I need to wake up already. <laughs> he's like, te ayudo, te ayudo. Where do I connect this artery at? Red and red goes to red, all right, cabrón? I got some duct tape. <laughs> Dude, that's cool, man. Got a second chance at life, man. But yeah, you do appreciate things more, simple mm-hmm. things, you know. It's crazy. Uh, most of your life, you you focus on gathering crap, like accumulating junk. Mm. Then you're in the hospital, like I don't want none of this shit. I just want to live. Yeah, <laughs> want to see my kids, you know. What, what was the biggest thing you learned, Frankie, from almost dying? That uh, that, that he w- could do it again. I want to see my kids. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't say I gotta invest more money in the podcast because you're not spending all his money. We <laughs> <laughs> can say that shit. Yeah, I bought his hats. What do you guys think? It's just tight. I like that. I, like it, I, like I it. saw it. I'm like, hey, if you've never seen, if you know who he was, what does that? What does that have to say? Right there. Nuff, 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 right? <laughs> what does that have to say? Nuff, nuff. Yeah, nuff, there's Nazi. Going if you look at it, and you're like, uh, I don't know where to go look at this podcast. I don't even know what this podcast is called, right? You can you can type those four letters in there yes, and then find yes. a podcast. No fucking no penis, <laughs> right? <laughs> and that's not the name of the podcast. That's the point. The reason I'm bringing that up is I, I had uh, some shirts made out and it said no follow no problem and then the and then um, that's, that's that was it. Frankie goes, dude, it's gotta say podcast so people know it's a podcast. I go, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I want people to be worried and be like, hey man, that's pretty cool. What is that? Oh, it's a podcast. Oh, okay, no follow no problem podcast. Oh, that's cool. And he gave me shit about it. Like, okay, next ones are going to say podcast at the bottom. He goes get these fucking hats made out. It doesn't even say no father, no problem. So they don't even know what it is. <laughs> and it, but it says podcast. They just know I'm fashionable. <laughs> you go, hey, Were you paying per letter? Like, hey, hey, brother, man. That's a tight hat. What does it mean? <laughs> Who said, are you paying per letter? Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he, he had the first t-shirts made out, right? Yes. He went out and... You can tell he's a fashionable guy, right? He likes to dress up, you know? He's, he's not going to walk out of the house just like whatever. So he went and got the shirts made out, and he, our shirts were $36 a t-shirt, right? When he fucking bought them. And I'm like, fucking Frankie, what the fuck? I, I want all these colors, and you know. We talked to one of my buddies, Rafa, Rafa goes, he goes, let me see the t-shirt. He goes, dude, you got like seven silkscreen layers on here with different colors, both sides of different colors. This fucking t-shirt is fucking, fucking great, man. It's fucking good. <laughs> fucking quality this t-shirt. And he goes, fucking Frankie just went and bought the most expensive fucking shit he could. I go, all right, so we didn't get burned. He goes, no, you didn't get burned. You got what you fucking paid for. You know, but do you really want to hand these out? So we were handing them out. He goes, okay, you can have the t-shirt, but you listen, right? You better, you better fucking listen. <laughs> Yeah, it hurt to give out the fucking t-shirts, dude. <laughs> so if you got one of those fucking t-shirts, you, uh, you, you better fucking earn it, man. You better save it. Yeah, yeah. I fucking Damn. feel that shit. We're, oh. we're, we're working on getting merch and stuff and... Hearing this now, I'm thinking of just getting fabric paint and being like, "Yeah, there no, you no, go." No, 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 no. I, w- I would never let him pull that bullshit. <laughs> Fuck that. I've I've invested. So the same way that he's invested into uh, podcasting equipment, I've invested into just general shirt equipment as well as equipment to help us do uh, fun little activities. Yes. Mm-hmm. Fucking arts and crafts, you know. All right. Uh, AKA make some t-shirts. Um, he gave me popsicle sticks, so I'm happy. <laughs> some popsicle sticks, some Elmer's glue. <laughs> Don't eat and, that shit. And a string. 
<laughs> or put it on your fucking hand and let it fucking dry up and then peel it off like an asshole. <laughs> it was that was a shit. Okay, so uh, we 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 bought this new T-shirt press. It's a four. What is it, four, four four colors? Uh, four screen. Uh, yeah, it's press. a four screen, uh, two station press. So pretty much, effectively, we could both work uh, at the same time. And I got it for like two hundred bucks. Damn, nice. Fucking uh, the thing sells on Amazon for like eight hundred or some shit like that. Oh, shit. And he, he, I had him do it. I'm like, here. He gave me the money, and I had to buy it. I, I gave him the money. I'm like, here's the link. You hit this dude up, cause I, I have such a bad habit of going on offer up and lowballing everybody and their mom. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, this is uh, two hundred bucks. I'll give you hundred and thirty right now. And you know, if if someone's like, oh, fucking hundred and thirty, I'll fucking do hundred and thirty right now. Let's do this shit. That's where he uses me, cause I lowball his lowball. Yeah. So if I, I'll if go I, in, I'm like fifty bucks. So if I hit somebody <laughs> with a two fifty. And or I'll hit somebody with a, like a 220 and they hit me with a 240, 250. I'll send him in and I'm like, all right, hit him with a two. I just used two. We two did straight. 200. Yeah, we did 200. And then it came down to like, what, 220, 240? Yeah. Like because I think. they saw, oh, this dude is hitting me up for more. I'm going to go with this guy. Yeah, so you you make his bid look fucking good. Yeah. yeah. But sometimes right. my bids are like. They're, they're, they're actual bids that I put out. <laughs> I'm like, hey, dude, for, I got five bucks. <laughs> dude, I've taught him how to work off up. My buddy Rob how to work, work off up. This who fucking, uh, my buddy Rob bought like a $1,000 statue for 550 bucks. Damn. Uh, he's really into uh, Alien. Yes. Alien and Predator. So he has uh, these big uh, Alien statues. He has the Alien King and then the one that uh, I, I got for him for his birthday is the Alien Queen. And I, I told him on my A, bro, I'll go like halvesies for it. If you offer him 600 bucks and he takes it, I'll give you 300 for your birthday. And this dude's like, all right, for sure. So uh, regardless of what it was, I told him, I'm like, here's your 300 bucks. Whatever you get it for is what you get it for. We loaded it up into the car. We had to go to fucking Burbank to go pick the damn thing up. Damn. This was like, it's off the 210, dude. It's in Glendora. For sure. We're on the 210. We're passing Glendora, passing fucking Citrus. I'm like, hey, dude, like, we, we, passed, <laughs> we passed Citrus, bro. Was this from us, like a studio or something? No, it was... Uh, got a studio. So it, the, 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 the proper figure, mm-hmm. uh, it's from NECA Studios. Okay. So oh, that, NECA. No, wait, NECA, is it NECA? NECA is good. No, um, no not NECA. Sideshow. Sideshow Collectibles. There you go. Oh, that's different. Uh, Sideshow Collectibles, they're the ones that make those uh, big $3,500 figures, and like they're really poseable and like really detailed. Like so, yeah. if you've ever been to uh, Frankenstein's, yes, uh, the collectible uh, swap meet, mm. like okay, the nerd swap meet, yes, yeah. it, it used to smell way worse when they were at the old location. <laughs> now that they're at the Sam Clubs, it's kind of well, aerated it, and it smells better. Yeah, yeah San Jose it's it's new. was really tight, huh? Dude, it oh. was yeah, dude, it was fucking cramped. And like you would walk in and you're like, what's the about? It fucking these fools don't shower, dog, huh? <laughs> they hang out in their rooms. We met the owner. Uh, Frank. Frank. Oh yeah. You uh, no, no. You. We, we did. We were at uh, the show in Aguascalientes when Kiko performed. We were in Rosarito that day, and then we went up and we watched the show where Kiko performed. Guess at the bar. The the one guy that was at the bar. We met him and his wife. I think it might have been the son. The weird guy or the Hispanic guy? No, no, no. no. They were there for a little bit. It was the, the son was there. He had the ponytail. 
Okay. Yeah, him. We met him. Oh, cool. Day. Yeah, yeah. At a comedy show. Cool people. Dude, that's man. fucking he was, he was wild. Cool, he was a cool dude, man. He was really. Yeah. Him and his. I don't know his wife. His girlfriend. But we met him at the point. So he was a cool dude, man. Yeah, you, one of my one of my buddies uh, tells me a story. Um, he goes, dude, I have a buddy of mine that used to work at Frankincense, and um, uh, the Irish showed up to you know sign people's shit. You know, makes money. You know. So um, my he goes, my buddy's working there, and he tells the Irish. He goes, hey. Uh, you you smoke and there she goes yeah I smoke he goes let's go to the back so they, they all took their break but he goes in his van with the iron sheet and they fucking blaze out <laughs> they're done they go back inside and she goes to his fucking booth booth and his boss is pissed he goes hey man what the fuck you're you're late he goes I have a great excuse dog he goes what is he goes I was getting high with the iron sheet he goes oh that's a good fucking excuse <laughs> <laughs> that's a good fucking excuse get back to work <laughs> Who's not gonna forgive that shit, right? right? <laughs> Fuck, dude. Shit, I would be. I'd be like, hey, bro. I mean, did you did you get a picture? <laughs> right. Like, did you imagine like a picture passing it to the sheik? Where he's he's got his fucking medal on from the the Olympics in 1972 that he always <laughs> wears and shit. That's fucking rad. Yeah, I would I would smoke with him even though I don't. I would fucking smoke that day. Uh, Calling sick for three weeks straight, you know? <laughs> dude, honestly, fuck, man. The the people that I've smoked with over the years and stuff, just so I, I know I don't look it, but I mean, I'm almost thirty, fucking born ninety one, and uh, <laughs> uh, I used to do catering for Warp Tour all the time. Every fucking year that I would hit Pomona, I'm like, all right, dude, you guys are doing Pomona, all of California, I'll go with you guys. So we'd go in for free. Yes. And all we had to do was just do an hour of catering. And you would literally do breakfast, lunch, or dinner. And the smart decision was always to do breakfast because bands wouldn't start playing until fucking 11 anyways. So we would do breakfast, and then we would fucking watch bands all day. And then uh, at the end of the night, there would be a little after party and stuff. And fuck, dude, like I've smoked weed with so many different people in my life. And just different artists and different people. But the one that I've always will remember is uh, MC Chris. Uh, MC Chris is the dude that he did like a bunch of uh, voices on Cart- uh, Adult Swim, Cartoon yes. Network. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also, he's a performer as well, MC Chris. Uh, this dude, really fucking awesome guy. Really fucking nice. But the thing that I never, you know, as, as a Mexican... You're always told to uh, aprovechar, you know, to yes. to go after what you need to get go after. And I always did that, but I never considered taking pictures or never thought about taking pictures. I was always just in the fucking moment. Yeah. I was living in that moment. And lately I've been getting out of out of that habit and I've been in more of a habit of like, okay, I need to take my just take a step back real quick, take a quick picture and then go back to the moment. Because it, it's gotten to the point where, like, I've done so much, but there's no documentation. So people <laughs> yeah. are like, fool, you're just making shit up. <laughs> so it, it's, it, it's, it's getting to that point where I need to take more pictures, and I'm thankful for uh, uh, the camera phone. phones. Yeah, camera oh, phones oh, nowadays yeah. and shit. Because, I mean, back in the days, fuck, dude, you had, you had to have a fucking... If you didn't have a sidekick, your phone was a fucking Nokia, and you had to have a camera on the side, a fucking MP3 player on the side. Like, I grew up in that in between stage of technology where shit was becoming more mobile but also shit wasn't really there yet Mm -hmm. so because of that there was still a lot of quirks and a lot of things and stuff 
nowadays you talk to like my fucking nieces and nephews and they're just like oh well youtube is supposed to be there on your phone (laughs) and you're supposed to be able to watch videos on the go and shit if i told them i'm like fam if we wanted to watch videos on the go we had to buy a dvd player (laughs) and we had to buy a fucking converter box for the car and make sure that we're not going to get yelled at because we're using the fucking car battery Mm -hmm. we had to get fucking dvds and my nieces and nephews are like oh there's already too many steps to this (laughs) there's already too many steps to this where's the netflix (laughs) i'm like dude netflix i used to order netflix three discs at a time Mm -hmm. every fucking week every week and literally to the point where it's like i would do the auto complete shit for the month so whatever uh i would get in and once i was done with it i'll send it back i'll automatically get what i you know what i chose so that's how i watch it's always sunny in philadelphia that's how i watch grandma's boy that's how i watch like a lot of like those random movies that just weren't available uh uh, like at Hollywood Video or like Blockbuster and stuff like that. Yes. So it, it's it's fucking nuts to like explain that shit to my fucking nieces and nephews because they're just like, what do you mean I can't download a game? They'll never know, bro. Yeah, they, I, I've taken trips with my kids up to Colorado, 16, 17 hour drive. We had the expedition and I would go get the flat screen TV about this size. Mm-hmm. Put it over there, get an inverter so it goes into a cigarette lighter. Mm-hmm. Then from there, get a DVD, plug the DVD TV. Then the output would go into the cassette tape of the fucking truck so they can listen to it. And we would we would drive and, and then there was it a red box, right? Yeah. They would say, uh, rent anywhere, return anywhere. And they don't fuck around. I read it in California, returned them in Colorado, fucking got somewhere in Colorado, returned them in Arizona as they were just fucking traveling the whole fucking circle. We'd be That's done. fucking tight. Put over for gas and just get new DVDs, you know? But they, they don't understand that whole fucking setup that we fucking have there. You had to do. Yeah, there's a lot fucking going on there. They're all comfortable. And I'm driving, I'm like, fuck, I, I gotta listen to this movie. And you're like, whoa, what's going on? Someone's talking like that. Fucking listening to the Frozen soundtrack and shit. They'll never know that shit, you know. I think the worst thing about traveling with kids, you can blast your rap music and all that, you know. Oh yeah, your yeah. all your old school stuff that you know. You what, Frankie? I did, I did. Oh, did? For my kids, I, I I blasted the fuck you and buttholes and all that shit. <laughs> I know you don't. I yeah. Did you do that with your older kids? No, no. So and you don't do it with your yeah. kids now, right? No. All right, all right. See, yeah, but that because of being old. What are you, 47? 47. Yeah, I'm, dude, 40, I'm 45. Class so. of 92. <laughs> dude, holy shit, dude. So my dad is going to be 50 this year. Well, in uh, December. Yes. Uh, his birthday hey. is the 24th. He's okay. lying. So me, me and my dad were 20 years apart. Like fucking uh, 20 years and three months. Yes. His birthday is the 24th of December. My birthday is the 25th of March. So we're literally like three months apart from each other uh, in 20 years. So like for the longest time, dude, like when I was a kid, my dad would just blast any music he wanted. Mm -hmm. So my dad, uh, during the 90s, he was really into like fucking uh, K-Rock. So anything that was on K-Rock, he'd listen to it. Blink-182, Sublime. Uh, you probably heard like drama rama anything anything a thousand <laughs> times because K Rock and drama rama with that song. Yes. Every time we went over his like, go to song, man. Yeah. yeah. Dude, it would yeah. And no, honestly, they, my dad since he's a trucker, once he would get to the loop, everybody that's a driver knows the loop on any radio station. The loop is once you hear the song you started with, 
plays again on the radio. We're like, oh, they looped this shit. Let's go. Switch stations. All right. And, you know, I noticed that, uh, like, fuck, what station was it? 101.1. 101.1 does the loop. They'll, uh, they'll start with uh, the outfield. Fucking, uh, Josie's on a vacation far away. Come around and talk it over. So let's start with that shit, and then they'll finish. They'll finish off with uh, uh, Benny and the Jets, mm-hmm. and then it'll loop again. And I'm like, "Fuck, dude! One hundred one point one, dude. You guys got the jams, but fuck, you guys only got so many jams." Check this out, man. This is uh, this is when I knew I was getting old. When we were getting old, when we were younger, K Earth used to play oldies. Mm-hmm. They were the oldie station. I don't know if they still call themselves that. Is that the K Earth one hundred and one. Yep. Uh, so, K Earth nowadays the one the shit that I'm talking about now they play eighties music. Well, because and back in the days because those, those are oldies now. Mm-hmm. When we were young, they were oldies. We're like, fuck, this music is old. Now, like, hey, that's a song that I went to high school with, but they're like the oldies playing next. And I go, fuck, what the fuck is that? That's my high school song. G and R Ruin. Guns N' Roses, November Rain on the oldie station. (laughs) And and you're like, oh, man, we're just fucking old now. We're the oldies. And you got the younger kids. Oh, that's that's old school stuff, you know? And that's when you you feel old, you know? But it's part of life, right? It's part of life. As long as you go for you. Fucking age gracefully, you know. Guns and Roses on an oldie station, bro. Yeah, what <laughs> dude, that's fucking crazy, huh? Yeah. Yeah. How insane is that? Yeah. Bro, Axl when Rose back- did not age gracefully. Oh <laughs> yeah, he didn't. He, he parties did not. Hard. He Mo- looks like Molly Vince Crew. Neil. Yeah, those guys, they look like they should be on like uh, that celebrity fat club and shit. <laughs> that's what those guys should be on because they don't, they don't look good. Dude. Don't look no. good. So, so you know when the Foo Fighters when uh, Dave broke his foot. He built uh, that that throne of guitars. Uh, I guess they reused it when Axl Rose broke his foot, and they're doing the tour. And I'm like, bro, did he really break his foot, or was he just lazy? Not right. right. He got yeah, gout. He, he was right. <laughs> <laughs> too much bacon toe, dude. Yeah, he, he was. He was uh, singing for um, what was for uh, ACDC as well, and he was he was there sitting down with his fucking foot up in the air and. Fuck the fucking stuff up. Yep. Hey, you know what? Real, real quick, um, this is your one hundredth episode, man. What, a, what, what are you guys planning? No, let's focus that on uh, back uh, on you guys. So, and, 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 and I forgot. Yeah, yeah. What, <laughs> what, what do you guys see in the future? What do you guys want to? We got plan to do. What do you do differently? What do you want to incorporate into it? We're gonna move into the other room. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna switch rooms again now. Uh, so the master, the master, better. Right? So real, realistically speaking, um, we. Uh, Fuck, dude, covet aside, if it weren't for that, our, our big plan was to venture into live shows and try to do, uh, between the two of us, do a live set and, you know, just work off each other and try to find a balance and everything. Um, but because of COVID, we kind of backtracked on that and our whole idea was to just pretty much grow this as well as uh, our music podcast, The Venue. And just keep bringing bigger and bigger uh, artists as well as bring uh, more people onto the show. Because, I mean, for the most part, aside from, I would say, like 90 of the episodes that were just us, a handful had a few uh, few special guests that were pretty impactful and helped us grow as well as help us move in this little journey in this podcasting world. Pretty cool. Dude. 
and it's been pretty fun and i really really like it but uh for us to grow i feel like we do need to uh focus more on writing uh, especially between me and him uh for not just for this but also because i mean we've we have enough just thought process and talent behind us that we can you know we we can write skits not for us but to help other people as well yes because i mean for for a lot of my life a lot of a lot of shit that i've enjoyed is to help people uh i've i've always had the the pleasure of you know liking uh the fact of uh you know helping somebody like hey you know i I'm helping you with this. You got where you needed to go. You're going to keep going. Uh, I, I like seeing those outcomes. And it's fucking amazing because uh, we we see those outcomes with the venue. Yes. Uh, where we bring people that are starting and we bring them in. We see their thought process. We see how they're doing things. And because we're both in the music, we're both from the music world. And I've been in bands. I've been a part of the music industry in terms of you know, it's cooking, but it's still a part of the fucking music industry <laughs> and knowing people and, you know, networking and everything. It's, uh, it, it, having that little bit of knowledge, if you can pass that down to other people, I, I think that's what really counts. And that's what the biggest thing from, I, that's what I always got from podcasts. And that was that one big thing. A podcast that delivers some type of information, uh, some type of knowledge, something that can help you in your daily life, something that can keep you pushing along, something that can motivate you. Uh, those okay. were the podcasts that thrive. Those are the podcasts that I love to listen to. And those are the ones that I feel like that they continue to grow. Yes. And that's something that I want from the both of us. And it's a big reason why I've been... Uh, as vocal as I have been with him in terms of uh, issues with how we're doing things. He's just and straight abusive. <laughs> I'm straight abusive. <laughs> no, I'm not abusive. I, I try my best to make sure that we get everything what we want out of this, but also to make sure that we're not stepping on fucking toes and that we, you know, we're not passing any boundaries that we need to pass. And you know what I'm talking about. Yes. And that was the beginning of your guys' uh, podcast between you and Richard. First, uh, like, 30 episodes. <laughs> I, I came in as a artistic director and pretty much and helped uh, guide everything where we need to be. And my, uh, my big thing is pushing him, and his big thing is pushing me. That's cool. And, you know, it, it's those little two fires that are pretty much building each other up and pushing each other that... Uh, you know, it, the, it's why our relationship works so well, mm -hmm. because it, it's there's no stagnation between the two of us. It's always like, where, what can we do to keep this going? What can we do to keep this growing? And for us, that's why it was a big reason why we held off on doing the 100th episode by ourselves, because we knew that it wouldn't have been right to do it without you guys, because you guys had already came out of your way you that's know gone out of your way to come over spot. here and record an episode and even though we lost it and you guys you know i, I wish i could have listened to that yeah. but you know at the end of the day to. i really do appreciate you guys for coming and uh doing this with us and being here because honestly dude fuck these th these past few fuck 
hundred episodes, even though the first thirty weren't with me, I would say that the past hundred with you, with the venue, uh, Double the Trouble, as well as uh, the Graveyard Shift show, has been fucking awesome, dude. And I tell him, I'm like, dude, if it weren't for podcasting, I wouldn't be here. I'd yes, probably, I'd probably be doing something else. And uh, it it's been fucking amazing because I really did love doing comedy. I love being on stage. I love bullshitting those fucking five ten minutes that i had a bullshit until i saw the light mm-hmm. and uh to stop doing that because of responsibilities and because my dad needing my help and everything with uh his end of his business I, I stopped doing it and i i lost that part of me for a long time and it came back with this and that's why i really want to go and start writing again and yes and uh, start finding a way to incorporate that into skits as well as videos and uh, things that we can incorporate, not just with the podcast, but outside of the podcast as well. So our big thing is, is with after this 100th episode is to make uh, a few live shows, uh, not for us, but to make uh, comedy shows. Yes. If we have to host them, we'll host them. We'll find the venues. Uh, we'll find the outlets. We we really want to make uh, this shitty situation into something better, even though they're only allowing what twenty people at max. If if you fucking say that it's a debate, you can have up to a hundred people, dude. So if you just we tell, can just say if you, it's a civil protest. No, it, oh yeah, <laughs> civil protest. Everyone bring a sign. If it's a debate, everyone bring a topic. <laughs> But, dude, we'll find a way to bring this shit back. Uh, me and him, we're right now, we're looking for a venue, uh, a few different bars and stuff. Uh, pretty much something that we can get away with uh, doing, doing the dine-in, dine-in experience for people that want to go out, go eat, go drink. But also so that people can work. And that's our big fucking thing. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Right now, comics are suffering. They definitely. Are. They, they're... Everything that they were about is closed down. Yep. It's closed down. And, and they were already starving to begin with. Yep. And when he closed everything down, it just, it just, it, it, it's, it, they really need the help right now, you know? We're starving comics. We're starving <laughs> comics. This guy's a pool at home, dog. Relax, fucker. <laughs> starving my ass, dog. <laughs> Dude, well, I mean, the, the, the newer generation, yeah. Uh, especially not just comics, but musicians. Musicians, uh, a lot of our buddies that we did interviews with, there's nothing for them. They can't do shit. So what have they been doing? And they've been doing cre- uh, constructive uh, time with it. The whole uh, quarantine and everything, they've been writing. They've been uh, releasing music. They've been recording albums. And yes. I, I've been watching them. And it's fucking cool. Yeah. It's awesome because it, it, they didn't let this time that a lot of people wasted yes. these past few months they took advantage of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. You see a lot of comics, like, on Instagram, and they're available more often. They're reaching out. Hey, anybody have any questions? Mm-hmm. Like Gabriel Iglesias, you go back and forth. Alfred Robles goes back and forth. And just you're, you're allowed to just, you know, yes. you, you ask some questions, and they get right back to you and whatnot, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, they're using their time. They need to stay relevant. They need to stay in the eye and, and, and communicate with everybody. Yeah. And, and they're doing a good job of it. Dude, that's, and that, that's what I think is fucking awesome about... Comedians that know how to reach out, people that know how to communicate, people that know how to uh, stay relevant yes. within the situation. Because 
that's the big thing to stay relevant mm-hmm. and uh there's a handful of people that fought the whole uh tiktok movement mm-hmm. and those people i feel like they they fell behind because they didn't latch on to a movement uh where people were literally bringing their fucking best a game yes. to the fucking table mm-hmm. and um a lot of it like yeah it, it they're skits mostly but they're fucking they're well thought out they're yes. well planned they're well recorded and people take their time to do them and i respect that shit and uh, for me that that's another outlet of uh, uh of comedy you know yes. it, it, acting is by uh by big means is a part of of uh of theater yes you know you got comedy you have tragedy you have uh, multiple things that correlate to pretty much the emotional strain of a human being. And as long as you can tug those fucking strings, you're fucking golden, dude. There's times where you go through TikTok and you'll fucking be bawling your eyes out because there's tragic things that people put out there that they're, they, they try to get uh, these emotions into their fucking videos and they convey them so well that they tug at your heartstrings and you're just like, bro, I feel this shit. Oh, man, I, I can't watch those videos where uh, soldiers come home mm-hmm. to their parents or dogs that are lost. Those two, I, those two, I, I get past those because coming home to your, to your kids from, you know, being out. Yeah. Oh, man, I, I, can't, I can't watch that. It's too much for me. But The ones that I love on TikTok are the, uh, the Mexican TikToks are fucking amazing. This is when Mexicans got camera phones. I was like, "This is it. The, oh, me- right. the memes are gonna be lit, dude." They Vine was pretty lit with Mexican vines. Loved it. Mexican vines. I'll never fucking, I'll never forget them. Rest in peace, Vine. But Mexican TikToks are something else, dude. Oh, yeah. Those motherfuckers are funny, dude. Oh, yeah. But the sad ones, like they're like uh, they're, every now and then, I'll get the ones where it'll be a. Uh, like, it'll be granddad or the dad coming home from work and it has that song, El siempre trabaja para nada, or some shit like that. <laughs> and it, it, well, he, he's always working for nothing, or he's working for something, he's working for his family, whatever. And the, that's the whole fucking song. It's in Spanish. I forget what the song's called, dude. Fucking brain fart. But uh, it, it's always him, uh, it's always somebody coming home to their uh, their their kids or their grandkids. And, like, I see it, I'm just like, bro, I get choked up because I'm like, fuck, dude, like, I know what that's like to just sit around waiting for your fucking parents to come home. Like, all right, well, this nigga should have been home, like, fucking two (laughs) hours ago. I don't know where he's at. (laughs) And then he shows up the next day. I'm like, dude, where were you? (laughs) What the fuck? I had to eat maruchan yesterday, dude. (laughs) I I seen one where uh, there's three cups, three small cups on the table, and then one of them has got a kawama under it, right? And the guy is like... Oh, if I pick the right cup, I get to drink the kawama. But the kawama sticking out way on the way over, right? <laughs> so you can see it clearly, right? And he's kind of fucking mixing them up. And he goes, I'm so nervous right now. I hope I get the right cup. The fucking kawama sticking out that high. And I, I, it's like, man, that's fucking funny right there. And that, how long did it take to record that? 30 seconds? Yep. It was the idea that took longer than the recording. And I go, that's funny as shit, man. See, and uh, dude, it's shit like that. Like me and him. We come up with so many dumbass like ideas and skits and stuff, but it's just us goofing off. Like we never think about writing it down, uh, like actually going about doing it. But I feel like this year coming on, we need to act more on that. We need to do more on that. Our whole thing this year was that, and me and him, we both invested a lot in camera equipment. Yes, 
<laughs> we were supposed to start a YouTube series with him. It was going to be called Chris Tries. Uh, from my understanding, this dude hasn't done a bunch of shit. <laughs> I have not. Roller coasters, Disneyland, Six Flags, all types of shit. And I was just like, motherfucker. <laughs> we're going to throw you on a fucking roller coaster. And I'm going to sit there with a GoPro right next to you and record your reaction the whole way fucking through. I don't care if you pass out, throw up on me. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> we are recording this shit. It's pretty cool. And, and we're, yeah. we're going to record it in 1080p, dude. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> And with the new cameras, dude, yeah. we're recording in 4K. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> even, he looks much older on YouTube. Even, right? even <laughs> though, <laughs> even though from experience, man, uh, Magic Mountain, those the little uh, rail guards are very tight, bro. Oh, yeah. Dude, they ah, oh, they fucking eat at your thighs, yeah, they dude. Cut you up, man. You know, <laughs> dude. Oh, yeah. Fucking uh, the worst one was uh, shit. I, I, I remember telling him about it. It was fucking Riddler's Revenge. Oh, my God. The one where you stand up. Dude, I fucked up one time, and this was before my growth spurt, dude. So I'm sitting there. I'm on the fucking ride, and I'm jumping up and down on the fucking thing going up. And I jump up, and the fucking thing locks. And as I'm, it locked as I'm coming down. So, like, my tippy toes are, like, fucking barely touching the floor. And I'm like, hey, can you guys help me? <laughs> my chair's stuck. You're good. No, you're good. <laughs> We're good. Do it. <laughs> Fucking thing starts going up the thing. And I'm just like, oh, shit. At the, at the end of the ride, everybody's like, that was short. And you're like, that was the longest ride ever. <laughs> Dude, serious and shit. I, for dear life. I was like 13 years old. And I'm like, oh, my God, this sucks, dude. <laughs> oh, man. But so he's never experienced that shit. And I legitimately want to see somebody's first time experience going through all that shit yes. all that pain all that just emotional roll literally an emotional roller coaster you're just gonna have a dead body to drag around <laughs> hey man is a cyclone still around cyclone uh, the, the cyclone's still around they renamed it dude put them on that one that one kicks the shit out of you man my whole joke with that wait, ride wait, when dude. I was a kid, I was like, dude, if you ever hated your fucking kid yes. and you you had to take them to a fucking amusement park and you didn't like them, you're like, fuck it. There's a perfect ride for you. This is going to be the first ride, too, because fuck you. Yeah. Cyclone. Yeah. Wooden roller coaster with tight turns and you only have a crossbar. Uh, so you, you go Col back. Colossus? Uh, Revolution is the one that had the, the, yes. the, the flip in it, right? Yes. Yeah, Revolution is yeah. the first, uh, first American steel roller coaster with a, uh inverted loop. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. It was on that. You know what? Uh, if you really want to fuck with them, uh, take them to a, uh, a carnival at a fucking a Catholic church. Oh, <laughs> dude. And, and then have them eat all the food first. And then jump on those fucking rides with the, the fucking the, zipper, the, the, the UFO. Yeah, the, that one, that, that right there. I think Dude, that that's, I threw up. I threw up as a kid. I yeah, me too. I threw up as a kid because that's Fuck. what they're supposed to do. The you UFO know? thing. I've had a bad experience. They're, they're, the so one then, then you, I almost a, flew he's out. Agreeing with us, then. You, you ever, you ever <laughs> been on the, the thank you for the, the confirmation. The swings. <laughs> yes. Okay, the swings were cool, but you ever been on the swings that tilt and uh. go up? Oh, no. So we went to uh, a church event. It was in Upland, right there off of uh, Central, across the street from the uh, the Burger King. Yes. So uh, we're right there. They have the big carnival thing, and they have one of those things, except the fucking, the, it's not a regular typical swing. It's like closed off in a little thing. 
So you're literally like in a fucking crate with a crossbar and all types of shit. And the fucking thing's spinning and it's doing all types of loop. I'm like, bro, I'm going to fucking die. (laughs) (laughs) This is that fucking ride from uh, Beverly Hill Cops 3 where the fucking two kids are on it and it starts breaking. They're about Uh, to fall out. That's going to be me, dude. But, dude, that's a good fucking idea. So You're fucked. Catholic Catholic Church, because, you know, they think that if they die, they go to heaven. So they don't really care too much about the fucking people. They're like, <laughs> They're like go, yeah, go they, with God. No, bitch, I'm fucking still alive. <laughs> is Try that a, harder. <laughs> is that a 14 millimeter nut or a 15 millimeter <laughs> nut? Right? I don't know. Put a half on it. We'll figure it out. It's not the nut that's the problem. The door's fucking missing. <laughs> Dude. I almost flew out one uh one of those weird Ferris wheel things that oh the, the one thing, that flips yeah oh oh dude I always wanted to go on my those. uh my crossbar came off oh. and I hit the door oh man and I was like that's ah! so why I threw a shoe out <laughs> you know dead ass uh it's fucked up nowadays thinking about it but honestly thank God for that dude uh there's there's this dude at a carnival right here at the Pomona ones when they used to do it right there at the oh. Swami. Homeboy wouldn't let me go on. He's like, nah, Mijo, you're too big, bro. I'm like, what does that mean? I'm too fat? Nah, bro, you're fucking tall. <laughs> and yeah, you're kind of big too, but like. <laughs> right. I was like, all right, fuck it, whatever. I'll just go on the fucking UFO then, hater. You're going to burn the clutch, dog. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking tires spinning <laughs> the fucking thing. Then the next day I worked, they like a little Mexican guy. See, need to own clutch, but on Ferris wheel. On the tight clutch. On the tight clutch. so my god dude fuck it we're nearing that time guys uh is there anything you guys want to plug uh, Frankie, you're not. You don't have any. Uh, I don't any, got nothing. You don't man. got nothing going on, right? You know what? Uh, uh, we just get a chance to uh, listen uh, to uh, No Father, No Problem podcast. Yes. And uh, that's that's it. Usually he plugs something that he's gonna be at the improv, and I'll say I'm gonna be at the El Tepeyac on Monday morning eating. <laughs> <laughs> You want to come and watch me eat? Uh, I don't that's that's what COVID does for you, man. Before right. it, was, it was always like open mic here, yep. small show here. You know. A big show every other month or so. Dude, fucking. And right now, it's just like Burger King. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on Monday morning. Yeah. yeah. I'm the one still working. <laughs> on Monday morning, we're at a Burger King. I'm going to buy a Whopper Jr. with some fries. And Come hang out and I'll tell you some jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I have merch. <laughs> but you better wear it. <laughs> Come hang out at the hat. Oh, the hat. Okay. I love that place. <laughs> Dude, but yeah, I mean, low-key, fuck, that's what COVID did to all of us. Shit, I was so ready in March. I'm like, bro, we're going to get back there. We're going to start doing shows again. <laughs> like, it's going to be fucking tight, bro. You're high-fiving like the movie. This is our year. Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, man, that was this fucked up part. <laughs> Me and him, dude, we went to, uh, fuck, what, what what was it? We went to that show off of Olympic. God damn it. Uh, was that little-ass bar? The cork room? Oh, elite. Oh, yeah. Elite. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dude, funny-ass fucking show. Fantastic fucking night. Me and him, we were going to go get tacos. And, uh, dude, that night, like, fuck. That, that was when COVID was first hitting. So me and him, 
where it's just like, oh, dude, you're just, you know, you just got the cold sweats. You're fine, bro. And I'm all sitting there shaking like, fuck, dude, I'm fucking dying. <laughs> He's like, dude, it's 78. What the fuck do you mean you're dying? I'm fucking shaking, dude. So I got him a Corona. <laughs> <laughs> dude. Oh, man. Uh, that, that that night, I knew for a fact. I was like, oh, this COVID shit's for real. We're fucked. Oh, yeah. Uh, Lito's corporal, my... Back in the days, uh, my buddy and I used to party in uh, Montebello, Ordonez, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. right there on Garfield. Right next door, you would go into the back. Not through, not off of Garfield, through the back. And you knock on the little door, and they let you know. They look at you, and they, they you look familiar. They let you in. You bite on the horses there. Oh, no shit. You go in there, and let me have two on fucking Pony Boy or whatever. And a lot of the guys that used to bet there would bake their bets, take off, go to Ordonez, because they had a full bar. And they would fucking drink up there. Hmm. Um, and if uh, one time they raided the place, they go, hey, don't worry about it. They, when they raided, just go pick up your money at Litos. So I think the Litos and this uh, horse betting place was associated, you know? But I have been to one of the comedy shows there. And it place is packed. I packed. mean, I, uh, I, had, I had a dude like three inches away from my knees. Three inches away from my knees is like, like you know how they, when you make out in high school and the, your girlfriend kind of yep. comes up between your legs. That's what it was that was me and him. That was you two guys. <laughs> that was me and him that night. That's what, oh, it, that's what it was like. But huh? the only difference was we still had a lot of room between other people. <laughs> <laughs> the only two guys there. Shit. Hold it for the portrait. <laughs> Why the, the, the whole joke? Well, this was like, yeah, dude, there's a lot of space. There was no fucking space, dude. Like, if I, I could literally reach out and touch someone's fucking face, oh, yeah, but nice. uh, that it was it was a good show. Fucking, uh, we went outside and Cecil was like, "How'd you guys like the 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 show and everything?" I was like, "Oh, dude, it was fucking lit." I mean, aside from me and him spooning the entire fucking show, <laughs> oh, yeah. and he was like spooning. I literally grabbed this one. I'm like, "Yeah, fool." Me and him were like this, dog. <laughs> I've never been happier that day. <laughs> right. This show never ends. Right? Oh, dude. This is the only, that was the only affection I was getting. Bruh, and like literally fucking, we went, I went from like 100 to zero immediately. And I'm like, I got to sit down, dude. I'm dying. And like fucking uh, me and him were convinced like, oh, fool, you might have the Rona. Oh, I'm like, dog, I'm good. No, I'm good. I'm good. Well, that, that day. I was blaming it on his fucking agua de piña. Agua de piña. <laughs> I'm like, see, you should have gotten the horchata. <laughs> <laughs> fucking agua de piña fucked me up. But, dude, uh. literally within, like, two weeks after that, fucking, I'm at home. I'm literally fucking, my bed was still right here. And uh, I had my roommate, Billy. And me and him were convinced that Billy got me and him sick. Because this one was sick for, like, what, two weeks? Yeah. And then he was fine. Like, it didn't fuck him up at all. And then I got fucking sick, and he got fucking sick, and we're both dead. We were dying. Dead. And, like, one night, I fucking felt like, I was just like, <gasps> Shit. <gasps> and I passed out. Oh, shit. And I literally woke up the next morning. I'm like, literally fucking still sleeping the same way I passed <laughs> out. Fucking legs on the floor. Fucking just all feet out. Like, I'm like, th- thank you, God. <laughs> Dude, I literally woke up, just <sighs> bolted up my mic. <sighs> I need a beer. How? <laughs> I can breathe again, dude. The, the beer is what helped us because literally for those two fucking weeks that we couldn't breathe, we were just still pounding and shit. We're like, we're, we're good. Who? You got me sick. No, fuck you. You got me sick. Billy got us sick. <laughs> he works at Target. He gets shit from China. He got us sick. <laughs> 
oh fuck and then we really got the corona when we couldn't taste and smell shit yeah we're like oh, we're good yeah, we're good <laughs> but no that, that shit's serious so fuck that yeah. shit but uh dude serious shit uh so no father no problem podcast yes, you guys sir. can check that out on spotify uh are you guys on pandora no no i don't know what, what are you guys on oh we use um Apple what's, Podcasts. Uh, what, what's that, that? That real easy app that everybody uses. Anchor. Anchor. Use Anchor. Yeah. We've um, we're very lazy. And that's that's what it is. We're fucking very very, very lazy. Yeah, I am. So and you know we're happy with our results. So. Oh yeah. I'm happy with the results. When we're listen. when we're done, we have a good time and we laugh and I go, that was good enough. That was good for me. You know. <laughs> Right, right. That's the point, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're not going to get rich out of this. Entertainment, you know? Yeah. yeah. yeah it's another venue to let out a, or vent yes. uh, <laughs> so, some of uh, your your either funny woes of the week or your emotional woes of the week. Oh, yeah. Your your kids and your wife get to know you better. Your wife's like, I didn't know you didn't like the, stuff, no. the, the beef stew, so I'll, I'll, I'll correct that. <laughs> right? I can't tell her directly, but the, the fucking podcast told her. No, no more turkey enchiladas. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. What's wrong with chicken? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my wife, my wife is a health nut. You know, she's like gym day and night. You know, or we have a, my garage is a gym now, but because you know this COVID took away the regular gym. Yeah. So everything has to be healthy in the house, and oh my god, <laughs> fuck, dead, bro, all the fucking. Fucking cheese isn't even real no more. Fucking oh. bro, powder peanut butter. You add water to make it into peanut butter, bro. I fucking kill myself. How, yeah. How is that? I fucking healthy? kill myself. Like what? What's up with the Peter? The Peter Pan peanut butter? What the fuck? That's too, a classic, dude. It's supposed to have too much sugar, fats, and added stuff to it. So. Well, I mean, low key, the peanut butter, the the whole reason why you eat fucking Peter Pan peanut butter is because you're like, well, we can't afford Jif. <laughs> And this is close <laughs> enough. It'll, it tastes like shit, but keep it alive, you know. Actually, it tastes amazing. Yeah, low key, yeah. That was the one. That was the one budget brand that tasted that wasn't that bad. Yeah. If you're a fucking baller, you had the Reese's peanut butter. Shit, dude! Fucking diabetes in a, a fucking tub, dude. I had it once. Oh, oh fuck, dude! We we I bought got that type two now. <laughs> <laughs> Leveling up, bro. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you got your beat, Frankie. You got your beat up. We got to step up our podcast in your diabetes game. Oh, fuck, dude. <laughs> oh, all right. So if you guys want to get, uh, if you guys want to follow these guys on Instagram, you can follow uh, No Father, No Problem. Uh, well, No underscore Father underscore no, no underscore problem. Soon it'll be no Yeah, so check us out and uh, any questions, uh, put them up and we'll answer. Uh, uh, I anything other than bringing out a ruler, but my my co-host here said he was he's down for that. <laughs> I'm down with that, dog. No shame in my game, dog. <laughs> Everyone knows my size already. We put it out there. Pringles, Pringles can. can. Snack <laughs> pack. <laughs> you said fun size, dog. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's a girl or not a shower. 
Yeah, oh, dude. Thanks for having us, guys. We appreciate yeah. it, man. Oh, thank no you. problem, man. Thank you guys time. for coming. Fuck, dude. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> this was awesome. Uh, <laughs> you guys can follow us at Manny is Baking on uh, Instagram, Chris Podman. Uh, you can follow the podcast at Double the Trouble Network. Um, you can also find us on now Amazon. Oh, yeah. We're on Amazon Music now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Amazon Music, Spotify, Pandora. Uh, iHeartRadio, Radio, Apple, Radio, Apple, Apple Podcast. We're pretty much on anything you can fucking think of. We're just on Anchor. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, that, that's step one. You know, so we're step one. <laughs> yeah, well. well. I mean, that th- thankfully for him, you know, he, he's the one that goes out of his way to find out uh, what, what Dude, we I can just, do. I'm just like, does this work? Nah. I'll wait till they email me. <laughs> <laughs> shit dude he was like dude i don't even think we're on there i'm looking it up i'm like no we're on here what the fuck yeah i got i got mad they didn't fucking email me (laughs) so yeah guys you guys can follow us there uh if you guys have any questions or uh inquiries or if you guys want to be on the podcast you guys can dm us at double the trouble network or you can email us at double the trouble network at gmail.com thank you guys for listening and we'll catch you guys next time till next time peace Thank <laughs> you.